Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Adventures. I am your host and executive producer here at Financial Films since talk to. And with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing, for now, Quinn the Eye of No Idea What She Is Now, Ranger. And Jack? Hey, this is Jack. I play Fakir, the elf warlock, who's very happy to be home. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I play Kai, the changeling Kensai. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Graza, the half-orc bloodhunter. And Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm playing Ariawin, the half-elven druid. Yeah, um, Quinn, for now, you're still human, as far as you know. As far as you are aware. Um, we are short a Cody currently. He is question mark. Uh, he may he may hop in in the middle of it, in which case we will introduce him again. Uh, also, just as a quick note, uh, we do know that for whatever reason, the audio from last week's desynced with itself. I'm not sure why or how, but for some reason, uh, my audio was uh, like a half a second or actually like like two seconds desynced with everybody else's. So it sounded like I was just not letting any of you ever finish a sentence and jumping in right in the right at the end of your words. I wasn't. Um but it sounded like that. So <laughs> not sure what happened. Um hopefully it doesn't happen again. If it does, we'll figure it out, but anyways. Um when we last left our intrepid adventurers. They were at the bottom of a tree getting the... Sh- well, I thank you for the interjection, Jack. Uh, I don't... Sorry, what Sound came through your microphone. <laughs> okay. It sounded, like, really it, it sounded like an espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Everybody needs a little good caffeine, Joel. Anyways... Uh, when last we left our, our our heroes, they got were getting the shit kicked out of them by a bunch of shambling mounds. Um, they finished retaliating in kind and find themselves uh, on the forest floor. Uh, they had gone down there to sort of earn their keep in Tiana uh, at at one of the uh, one of the inns that uh, doesn't charge people for resting; they just have them do a task. Um, mm-hmm. And the task was, you know, they they knew that there were some shambling mounds eating the tree that the uh, inn was resting in, um, and uh, they needed them dealt with. So they probably would have sent somebody down there eventually, but you guys came along wanting room, and I said, ha ha, you know, here's a, here's a solution to our problem. Go do a thing. And so that happened. And we pick up, uh, and at the end of the fight, uh, Quinn had died. Quinn had been fully dead. Um, and as the group sort of gathered together and sort of were, were, were trying to discover what was happening, what was going on, a root system began to grow onto Quinn's body. Um, the druid stopped uh, Kai from slicing the roots off as they crawled up Quinn's dead form in, in, and injected themselves into Quinn's bloodstream. Uh, bringing Quinn back to life. Uh, Quinn, who immediately stood up, pulling the roots off, and uh, discovered that she could see in the dark without a light source. And that was where we left off. 
sort of pick up right where we left off. <clears throat> what the actual fuck? Uh, you were dead, and you're not anymore. No, no. Like, maybe, really? Maybe what we the fuck? My... Hmm. Can we get out of the place yeah, where really? I can see nothing before we have this conversation, please? And the place where I can suddenly see things? Wait, what? Really? I don't like how calmly you said that. (laughs) How many fingers am I holding up? Hmm? Uh, Same number as I am. Wonderful. Yes, you can. That would be a middle finger for the viewers at home. (laughs) As my players forget that this is not a visual medium. (laughs) I just sort of looks around. Fikara will give them a hand. Let's go back to the lift and uh, get back up amongst the the canopy, yes? Quinn, yeah. do you still have Maeve's old equipment? Uh, I had it. It's around here somewhere. It's right next to you. Oh, yeah, here. Um, Who's... I'll reach into the bag and try and pull out the drift globe. Uh, yeah, no, it was a bag of holding, so you reach in and, and think about it and pull it back out. Okay. I'm gonna activate that. I have no idea what it does, but do you have the act- do you have the activation word for it? No. <laughs> if there's an activation word, Kai does not know it. Make an arcane check, arcana check. Kai. <laughs> I don't know why that was with advantage. Uh, because I didn't turn it off after last week. <laughs> so with a nine, um, you do not know the activation. You start. You, you grab it and you just sort of shake it, and you squeeze it. You shake it like there's supposed to be something inside it. You like hold it up to your ear and shake it like it's a like it's a conch shell or something. And you're not. You start smacking it with your hand. I will put it in my bag and pull out a torch and light a torch. <laughs> Alright, guy puts it away, pulls out a torch, lights a torch. Hack! If you if 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 you want to say something, Sarah, please say. <laughs> can I what can I try with the, whatever you had there? Kai will toss it over. Alright. Uh you know It'll probably miss, but she will <clears throat> attempt to catch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll say you catch it. We'll, you know, you have you have vision. I am a very good thrower. Yeah, but Ari Owens. Yes, but really you can't. Like, can you see where well, no, the torches? The torches, but yeah. Uh, I uh, make an arcana check, Ari Owen. Twenty-two. Yes, Ari Owen takes it, looks at it for a second, mutters something in Elvish, and uh, the drift globe boom, lights up and begins to float. Could you warn those of us with dark vision before you shine bright lights in our faces? I mean, it was already right, a torch. I though. hold a torch next to Graza. It didn't occur to me that you all couldn't see. Uh, who's Maeve? I was also talking about the torch. <laughs> Who is Maeve? Less talking, more walking. Oh, sorry, I forgot you were just Agreed. attacked by plants. And she was someone who traveled with us for a time. 
Yeah. You guys just have a bag of her stuff? She met an unfortunate end. What else you got in there? Anything good? <laughs> no. Really? Are you sure? Out of respect for our fallen comrade, I think we'll hold off on that for now. I understand. I'm sorry. I only pulled this out because practicality. <laughs> All right. So you guys make your way uh, on the slow trek back towards the elevator. Um, when you get there, uh, the three dragonborn that were sitting there eating look at you and like raise their dragon scale eyebrows. What ate you? I look fine. Plants. It was a good time. Exactly what we were looking to fight. They're specifically looking at Kai, Ariawin, and Quinn, who, while they might be healed back up, still look like shit. Oh, plans. It was a good time. Right. Uh, we rolled some, around in a bunch of plans. Going up. Some of the native flora. Daily was. dude, I am so not in the mood for this right now. Can we just go? I mean, yeah, get on the elevator. Thank so, you. You get on the elevator, they start pulling the rope, and the elevator lifts and goes up. I will actually, at this point, pull out one of my bottles of alcohol and hand it to Quinn. I think you might need this. I look at it. I think about it. Doesn't this stuff, like, dehydrate? Am I part plant right now? Let me take a look That's a question for Fakir. Fakir's going to flick on his magic eyes and give Quinn a once-over. Okay. Um, Quinn seems to be Quinn still. Mm, Your magic eyes don't seem to reveal anything that they would have already revealed anyways. And and he's going to reach out with his fucks around with magic hand. (laughs) (laughs) I need to come up with a better name for that. Um, (laughs) And just try and feel sort of her aura in a sense. I have to ask. How are you trying? Where, where on her aura are you trying to feel? Probably about. Honestly, he probably started her feet. Okay. Try and see if okay. there's any connection. Like, has there been a new magical network or connection formed between okay. so, Quinn and? So Fakir turns and looks at you, Quinn. Uh, he sort of stares at you for a minute. Looks you up and down, then gets down on his hands and knees and starts grabbing at the air around your ankles. And sort of like pulling yeah, on nothing. Not, this makes me feel much better. Thank you. Um no, so so the the the, the the connection, so rangers have a connection to nature, uh, which is uh-huh. what you, you've already seen that. You've seen yep. the sort of the greenish, uh, the, the sort of hunter green energy that connects Quinn to the ground and to the earth. Um, as you sort of inspect it, it seems to be a little bit more vibrant than it used to. Um, the sort of hunter green color has brightened 
uh, by a few shades. Um, there seems to be a much stronger connection now between Quinn and the Earth, specifically the forest around you. Um, okay. You can make a nature check. Right. Based on the information he's, you can see. Yeah, he's also going to, if once he notices those details, he's sort of going to compare and contrast Ariawen and Quinn then at some so, point as uh, well. Uh, you know, you, you sort of glance over at Ariawen. The, the, the uh, energy that surrounds and flows through Ariawen is a much paler green than Quinn has ever had. Okay. Um, it's a very brightly, uh, you know, bright green that flows from her into the into the land around her. Um, so with a twelve on nature check, and uh, Jeremy, we can hear you typing. Um, with a twelve I on the, that's <laughs> no problem. Um, with a twelve on your nature check, so you, you're certain that something has happened to strengthen Quinn's connection with the land. Okay. You're not certain what that is, other than likely whatever it was that revived her. Um, but something happened with the the plant with the plant roots, and and it was definitely the roots that revived her, and in doing so, did something to make her more one with nature. Okay. So he'll stand up and look her in the eye and just say, you're still you. I open bottle, start downing. You down a bottle. <laughs> Make a constitution saving throw. Woot. Plant drinks alcohol. <laughs> uh, one thing you do know, Fakir, is that the sloth's aura... Um, is the same color as Ariawen's aura and is directly connected to her. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, so you you down the bottle, you get a little tipsy, you belch. It's all I need. And you're feeling better. All right, I'm good. So what's next? Right. Uh, so at uh, roughly this point, the elevator creaks to a halt uh, back in the canopy, and you're back in Tiana. Well, let's go find our well-earned lodgings. Hmm? Sure. All right. Uh, you head head back down the boulevard over to the inn, uh, to the, the treetop bow. Um where uh, you know you hear the sounds of laughter and conversation coming from the inside, and as you step in, the barkeep sort of looks over, looks back over at you and like with uh with like sort of a disbelieving look on his face, just looks around like, what happened to you guys? Because again, your clothes are still torn up from all the damage you took. Yep. We we went and uh, handled that thing you asked us to handle. We killed all the plants. It's just a bunch of shambling mounds. Why do you guys look like you went three rounds with a Tarasque? Because we killed a bunch of plants. Yeah. They, they gave us, out, some, they outnumbered they gave us, us some big hugs. Three to one, and big hugs. the group was not cohesed. It was not cohesive. It was not cohesed. It was not cohesed. <laughs> Fine. Oh, well, uh, you have, a week's, you have a, a week's worth of rooms here, so uh, feel free to go rest up. Thank you. No, Aaron, and Fakir, you did not take a short rest. 
Fakir will head and immediately go take a rest. <laughs> I am um, echoing that Kai just goes. How long ago did you guys last have a long rest? Presumably it... Somewhere along the before days... Before we met Graza's family or traveling... So yeah, yeah it, would, it, it would have been before. It would have been before you got back to um, to the uh, to keep to to waste watch. Yeah, to waste watch. Yeah, it was just uh, before waste watch. Unless the travel following them took more than one day, which no, it didn't. It was very quick. Um, so it's been roughly say sixteen. We'll say uh, nine, We'll say it's been about roughly twelve hours since the last time you rested. Um. You only get the benefits of a long rest every twenty four hours, um, so you're not quite. You can you you take a short rest and and sort of patch mm-hmm. out, but you're not quite ready to go to bed yet. So so it's not so much going to bed to heal up as Kai is kind of done with today. <laughs> but yes, he's taking a short rest. Okay, Kaza will also take a short rest, but it'll actually be more within the confines of the tavern just sitting down having a meal. Yeah, like, you know, short rest can be in, short rest can be in your room, it can be eating in the tavern, it can be doing whatever. Fakir is going to head to his room and pull out his little belt terrarium and just start trying to get in touch with Shade Warden. Hmm? Um... Is there something in particular you want to talk to Shade Warden about, Fakir? Um, the fact that we're back in Alorada and... Darlorati. Er, Darlorati, sorry. (laughs) And we're here to find the next stage of our acquisitions. And this is... As far as Fakir is aware, this is his turf. Uh, this is this is Shade Warden's sort of main connection to the material plane. So, yep. All right. So while uh, while while Fakir is resting, is anybody else doing anything specific during the short rest? No, I'm gonna hang out at the t- in the tavern with Graza. Okay. Ariawan's gonna get cleaned up and patched up and brush the sloth and stuff like that, and then she's going to go out. pulling all of the plant matter off. And go look for books. Okay. <laughs> so your specialty as a hunter was dragons? Yup. How does that typically end up going? Most of the draconids on Sloverton are either friendly or turtles. I mean... I'm still alive. Killed my share. Ironic, isn't it? That the, sort of tells you how what that. What's ironic? I don't get it. The many dragons that you've likely felled and then brought low by plants. Fuck that noise! I'm still here, aren't I? Yeah. So. Fakir retreats to his room to meditate. And in doing so, he sort of sits down on his bed and 
sort of pulls out his terrarium, sets it in front of him, sort of stares at it for a while. Uh, after a while of staring at the terrarium, a hand sort of taps you on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Do you react? Yeah, I'll look around. As you turn to look over your shoulder, you find yourself staring at Shade Warden on his throne back in the Astral Realm. Okay. My lord, we've... Our path has led us back to the forests where I once had my home. Indeed it has. Your journey has come full circle. I fear that soon it will come to an end. And so, in preparation for what must happen, I give you one final gift for your service. Very well. Step forward. I'm grateful. And he will. Um, he, st- he stands up, takes a couple steps forward, reaches and puts a hand on your chest, and then pushes his hand through your chest. You have a very strange feeling <laughs> as a hand reaches in and grabs you by the heart. You find yourself... You find it difficult to breathe. You find yourself, your vision starting to sort of blur and get the spotty thing that happens when you have low blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And oh, everything gosh. sort of zooms in and tunnels down and you just sort of stare at Shade Warden's face until you black out. Okay. Your eyes snap back open, and you're laying in your bed. And immediately looking at my chest to see if there's marks or anything. <laughs> you have a new series of tattoos on your chest. Okay. Um, that's all you can really tell. Uh, make, a, make a perception check. Oi. You notice that you're not breathing. Okay. I am going to turn on my magic eyes and try and look at myself as best I can. You are now aware that you are not breathing manually. (laughs) You are now aware that you are not breathing at all. Um, Your magic eyes don't produce any different uh, image than you normally can see. Okay. When you look down at yourself. Uh, he'll voluntarily, intentionally take a breath, then. And, you you uh, do. You take a breath. Okay. Your passive breathing response does not restart. Okay. You also don't feel the burning that you would normally feel if you were holding your breath. That's very strange. He's going to... Honestly, he's going to hang out in his room for a little while and practice forcing himself to breathe then. Okay. 
because if you're not breathing, people tend to notice that. At well, least he thinks so. <laughs> so you you no longer need to breathe. Okay. Said like a true vampire storyteller, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, Fakir practices breathing. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so your short rest passes. Do you eventually all regroup together? No, the, the, the one person who probably will notice is Grasa. Oh, don't worry. You guys will notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she... Because... Of, she, because of her enhanced senses, she can probably hear all of you breathing whenever you're walking next to her anyway. With the exception of the rogue in the party, that's probably accurate. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Dane's, Dane's the only one you lose track of regularly. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so uh, how long do you guys rest before getting back together? I don't know, I'm chilling down at the bar, so... Oh. Basically, what I'm asking is how long until Kai and Fakir go downstairs? Fakir will go downstairs in probably about an hour and find something to eat. Kai will probably be similar, though he's still kind of groggy. Uh, Speaking of enhanced senses, does does Quinn smell any different than normal? A little more earthy than normal, but Quinn always smelled earthy. I mean, yeah, just like any outstanding differences. No, not really. Just... As, as I, Quinn, I, I Quinn, Quinn smells like she's been inside a plant. Yeah, I was about to say, I, 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 gonna... I kind of equate smelling more earthy with you got eaten by a plant. Yeah. Half the party got eaten by plants. Graza probably can notice that. Like mulch. What were you trying to say, Aaron? Nothing important. I mean, everything is important to me. <laughs> I'm the GM. <laughs> right. So, uh, what's uh, we're gonna say? Kai gets down a little bit earlier because uh, once Fakir comes down, the three of you that are in the tavern, unless Ariane has returned, um, immediately notice that all of Fakir's hair is white, <laughs> and it's gotten longer. So instead of saying anything, Kai will just transform into how Fakir now looks. Fakir, Kai transformed into a weird-looking person. Okay. Quinn just says, oh, what the fuck, why not? Sure. I mean, you guys can't see the new tattoos because Fakir's still wearing armor on, but... Right. Um... You you do notice that Fakir's hair has gotten longer and is now completely white. Rosa like actively walks up to Fakir, takes a strand of his hair, and puts it in front of his face. Well, one must expect these sort of things, I suppose. <laughs> this is how you look. Yes, <laughs> one should definitely expect completely Hard normal pass. and natural. Hard pass on that one. <laughs> Absolute. It's just one day you wake up and this has, uh, Quinn. This has been happening on a regular basis to me. I've somewhat made my peace with it. I understand. Grab the punches care across the jaw. Make an attack. Make, make an attack roll. 
<laughs> it's the same with my claws, so one second. <laughs> this just got interesting. Oh, that hits. <laughs> roll damage. I, I don't roll for damage, but I'm not using my claws. Alright, uh, Fakir, you get socked in the face really hard and stumble back a bit. Like Your lip's a little <laughs> bleeding now. Did not see that coming. Graza, you noticed that the wind didn't get knocked out of him. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyone else? Um, this is how you I have no now. desire to punch you. Kai changes <laughs> to include the bruise and bleeding lip now. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> is he actually bleeding? Well, actually, Kai changes to... Yeah, uh, Kai is. Uh, Kai changes to include the bruise and the split lip because Kai... Unless Kai wants to actually cut their lip. It no, I mean, like, really is there... How do you think is actually bleeding? Yeah, from, like, you busted the lip open. Okay. He's just... <laughs> seems very amused. Well. I need you to not take this so casually. So, does Fakir basically look pretty much like his patron at this point, as we saw him? Exactly like his patron, minus yeah, the outfit. That's what I yeah, thought. yeah. Does this add anything to the answering the "what are you becoming?" question I asked before? This information, I, mean, I realize mirrors aren't something people look at a lot. Uh. Now, I can tell that I'm starting to look like Shade Warden, but I draw no connection between Shade Warden and... Ashkill, correct. Ashkill, right? Yes. Well, it's not entirely unheard of for powerful beings to restructure reality according to their preferences. And if my patron has seen fit to sculpt my visage to affiliate with their own. A bargain was struck. And I am an elf of my word, if nothing else. Do you remember what your word was? (laughs) I mean, that's an important question. The price of power. No, what was the deal that you struck? What did you offer in exchange for power? My memories and my service. Are you sure? Recite to me your oath. He's not ceremonial, Graza. I give you a look. Was a bargain struck from one who had something to offer to one who had something to give an exchange. I learn, I explore, I pry into the secrets of things that are hidden, things that are lost, things that have been forgotten. And that knowledge, that knowledge that I've thirsted for since I was young. If you took your memories, how do you know you've thirsted for that knowledge? There are things that one knows about oneself, even when one does not remember. I'm sure you, of all people, 
can understand that. No, I really can't. Because the things that I don't remember is my, is my family, I say with actual air quotes. I don't okay, I, I remember. I have a question. Quinn, Let's yes? say it's a problem. What the fuck are we going to do about it at this point? Seriously. My patron hasn't steered me wrong yet. Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to get beyond the arguing things that we can't possibly know or immediately figure out the answer to. I'm not worried about what has happened. I'm worried about what will happen. Okay. Can you think of any real chance that we're going to figure out that we're going to narrow that down to a probability or are we more likely to just end up arguing about could haves, would haves, maybes for forever? We can't, we can't do anything about it if we don't want to. Is that comment being addressed towards Fakir? It's to Ed the room. Okay. Because it, it was in response to Jeremy or mm-hmm. to Quinn. I'm not saying I don't want to do something about it. I'm saying we have nothing to go off of. We don't know which way is the right way. So we might as well flip a coin and figure out and, and go in that direction because we've got exactly as much chance. I think he's taking more than your memories. So, because he's been listening to this conversation you've been having in the middle of his tavern, um, <laughs> the barkeep sort of leans over. Um, if you guys have questions you want answers to, why don't you just go see the druids? I look over. Pardon? Where? The Dianera the Arasari. Uh, the, the druids that guard the land and protect the forest as if the forest needed protection. Uh, the closest ones are the Ma'an tribe. It's uh, I guess south southeast of here? Yeah. I haven't forgotten where I came from at least. Yeah. People around Very here, well. when people need answers, they tend to go to them. They know a lot. I think we should. Might be an answer for Quinn's situation, too. <sighs> Just uh, be careful if you're going on the way out there. The Warrens have been shifting around lately. Sorry, the what? The Warrens. The of the forest. The, uh, well... Specifically, the wardens, um, huh. tourists. That's right. Um, the forest changes; it moves, it grows, it restructures itself. Uh, every time you leave Tiana and go into the forest, you'll never find the same path twice. Uh, generally, there's a den of beasts that tends to roam back and forth between the mountains and the coast, between us and the Ma'an tribe. Uh, we call them the Warrens, because it's really easy to get fucking lost in there. 
uh, yeah, just be aware. If you get in there, they like to move. Sure, sounds like fun. Let's go. Can we sleep first? I mean, you've got the rooms for the week, so... No, no, just... In response to Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, learn that just... when Quinn says, let's go, she means right now. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, sure, we can would sleep. Why not? Probably be wise. If you want my take on it, people change. All people change all the time. Some of us just happen to do it by, and I turn to the Ficare as Ficare was when I first met him. More sudden means than others. Mm. Okay. Well. We'll see what the days bring, then. Hey, where'd... Where'd the new girl go? I don't know. I was upstairs. Anyone? Uh, Honestly, having her along might be helpful. The barkeep, you know... Given the nature of... The environment we're going to be interacting with. lose somebody up. already, did we? The, the barkeep speaks up. She typically wanders around town, seeing what the merchants bring in from the from the forests and from uh, trading ships. We know where she sleeps. Hmm? That sounded so very threatening. things like that, I don't know if you realize how ominous it sounds. I'm not criticizing. Really? Because it's actually it kind of like funny. Quite a number of people are doing that recently. No, no. I actually think it's kind of funny. And I don't care. You do you. You want to be all long hair and cool. Well, when Ariawan returns, we'll speak with her further then, should we need to. Right. Nothing else. I need something to eat. Food's ready. I point to the food that I have already prepped. <laughs> Thank you. It's very much appreciated. So you go to take a bite I mean, it, out of the food. Uh, yes. <laughs> and you, you know, you, you bite it, you chew it, you swallow. It doesn't sit right though in your stomach. We're going to wait it out, then. You continue to eat? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you, you eat. Um, doesn't taste like you imagined how it would taste. Okay. Um, what, what was it specifically that you prepared, Graza? Um, probably some fish that I've had, yeah. that I've had preserved. Yeah, it doesn't taste like... I mean, it tastes like fish, but, like, you're tasting it through, like, three different filters. Okay. 
and um, it doesn't like it doesn't satisfy you, and just doesn't sit well in your stomach either. Bartender, is there a library in town? Uh, yeah. Um, down by the docks. Go, uh, well, tourists. Um. Uh, the docks are north. Yeah. Take a left out of the building, circle around to the other side to the docks, and you'll you'll see the library. It's an easy spot. I was waiting for her to make a comment on, Gra- on Graza's cooking and get punched again. <laughs> <laughs> And Fikarol simply push his plate back and stand up and walk out and go find the library. The minute you How much of s- his food did he actually eat? Probably about half. Hmm. The minute you step outside, mm-hmm. you feel suddenly rejuvenated. As you look up at the sun that's still, you know, mm-hmm. standing in the sky, you're hungry still, but it's starting to fade. Okay. Interesting. The food is still s- kind of the food is still sitting weird in your stomach, though. So okay, yeah, he's going to go look for the library. Hmm? Okay, Graza gets up after a minute and follows after him. Okay, Fakara goes to go up to my room. You eventually find the library. It's not difficult to find. It's got a sign outside. It has a book on it, and it got a name of a it's got a very library like name it's like you know the librarium or something like that very library <laughs> um scriptum scriptorium yeah <laughs> scriptum scriptorium um yeah and you find it there he's gonna try and research any local Legends, traditions, folklore, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, and also just try and find, you know, what species don't need to breathe or apparently eat food as much. Um, so are you looking at just the, re- the books that are there? Oh, by the way, Arielwin, are you in the library at all or are you elsewhere in town? No, I'd probably be in the marketplace. Okay. The multi-tiered marketplace. Um, it's an interesting place. It's an interesting city. Uh, so make a investigation check for me. Hey. Wow. Uh, there so we go. You don't find anything particularly about the local myths and legends. Tiana isn't really the kind of place for that. That knowledge is oral. You, and you know this okay. from your childhood. Stories mm-hmm. are passed down orally, not written down. Most of the things that are written down are bestiaries, guides, um, things like that. Uh, you know, f- novel novelizations of certain stories, for, for sure, that they get from importing from other continents. But most mythos uh, of, the, of the local land are not written down. You do, however, you know, start casually scrolling through the bestiaries of Darlorati. Um, and, you know, as you're doing it, it suddenly sort of strikes you that, oh yeah, plants don't really mm-hmm. eat or breathe like normal. Um, 
other creatures that don't eat or breed like normal undead wraiths, ghosts, um, certain types of uh, microscopic like fungi, you know, funguses and mushrooms and algae and things like that. Although um, I think Ficare would consider that since sunlight seemed nicer rather than deadly, he's thinking he's not undead. Well, I mean, sunlight's not particularly deadly to most forms of undead. So. Right. So that still doesn't mean they like it. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, you're you're still able to taste. You just couldn't. You just didn't taste right. particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, these are like big trees, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Massive. He's gonna. All right. In fact, the, in fact, the library is inside the trunk of one of the trees. Okay. Once he's completed his research, then he's gonna go out and look for some epiphytes. You're gonna have to use English on that one for me. Oh, uh, he's he's going to go look for. <laughs> it's basically it's a it's a it's a plant that grows on other plants and in rainforests especially you'll have entire plant communities that grow in the branches of the oh. tree canopy sure. but there's usually uh yeah but they usually they form their own mat of biomass and basically yeah he's gonna go look for a bunch of epiphytes and dig his fingers into the uh the substrate that they're drawing their nutrients from and just wait and see what happens okay you dig your fingers into the stuff that the plants are sticking to on the tree itself. Mm-hmm. How long are you waiting? 10, 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you've already been feeling better the longer you've been outside. Mm-hmm. Um, after 10 or 15 minutes, I mean, you feel better, but you can't tell if it's from what you're digging your fingers into or the sun. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. All right. And then he's just going to go on a wander. Hmm? All right. Fakir goes on a wander. Graza, you find Fakir first with his fing- first in the library. Yeah, I know. I've been following him this entire time. Then he goes and digs his fingers into a tree. Yeah. And then he just starts wandering. I keep following him. Okay. Fakir, make a perception check. Okay. Graz, are you trying to be stealthy? No. Fakir, you know Graz is following you. She's okay. basically like hands in pockets, walking about like forty feet back. And we have a Cody. Welcome back, Cody. Hey, Cody's here. Hmm? Hey. Uh, we've just been puttering about the uh, the town thus far. Uh, the only like, thing that you've no- the only thing that you've noticed after getting back to the town and, and resting up at the tavern is that. After going after going and resting in his room, Fakir came back down with much longer white hair. All his hair is entirely white, and it's longer than it used to be. Like even if I was trying, yeah, no. And then <laughs> Graza punched him in the face. The group decided that they were going to go after the. They were going to go uh, meet with the Dianar. Di- I cannot say the name of the people I created. Uh, the, <laughs> the druids that live in uh, Dalarati. Um, 
but first they're going to rest up. Daira in a seer. That one, right? Uh, yeah. Daira in a sari, in a in a seer, I believe. Yeah, Daira in a seer. Um, they're going to go. They're going to go talk to them, and uh, but first resting. All right. Yeah, Daira in a seer. The first A is silent. The first A in Inesir is, I should say. And uh, Ariarwin left to go look for books. Mm. Nobody's seen her. Mm. And Kai is sitting in the tavern looking like Fakir. <clears throat> Current Fakir or... <laughs> Fakir, okay, Fakir 2.0, not Fakir 3.0, okay. I'm really, isn't it Fakir... 5.0 at this point? Probably. Probably. That's In clothing, Fakir probably would never wear. But <laughs> Fakir XP. <laughs> Fakir Vista, please. No. No. <laughs> oh. Fakir is way more yeah. effective than that. <laughs> Fakir ME. Fakir 10. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 but yes, you are you are very aware that Graza is just like hands in pockets about forty feet back following you. I mean I could right. I could have said Fakir eight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so that's how you spend the rest of your day, I guess. Yep. Eventually yeah, he'll, he- he'll head back to the inn or to the to the hostel right about sunset Gross, a little after probably. Gross, make a perception hearing check. Okay. With a 28, I'm assuming, why do you have advantage real quick? Uh, my, you said hearing. Yeah, okay, I just want to make sure that I knew why you had advantage. Uh, my heightened senses. Yeah, with a 28, you know, um, Fakir is not breathing correctly. He's like, well, wait, I have to breathe. Intake. Yeah, it's kind of like every... every yep, pretty much. Like every four steps he breathes in. Never really... Like, br- never really breaks stride for like a half second to breathe in, continues going. Yeah, and never really breathes back out. Yeah. I'm taking stock of all of this. Anything else odd about him that I notice? That's pretty much it. He's he's definitely looking. I mean, he's he's moving with a little bit more spring in his step after he left the tavern. But uh, you do notice that the bleeding stopped on its own uh, by the time he got to the library. Mm-hmm. And he didn't Back like to the normal. Yeah, he didn't like put pressure on it or anything. It just sort of dried up and the cut closed up again. Um. Yeah, he's just he, he like. He's breathing like a person who has never breathed before or never thought about how you breathe before would breathe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all you really notice. I take stock of this. Okay. I've memorized Fikir's scent by this point. Is there anything different about it? No. All right. More earthy than normal. That's about it. Okay, so you eventually all regroup at the tavern, except for Ariawan, I guess. I don't know what Ariawan does. What has Ariawan been doing? 
eating. <laughs> well, so I was saying that I was going to ask if Ariel one comes back to the tavern first. Ariel one's been eating. And... Sorry, Ariel one was eating a peanut butter sandwich. Um, <laughs> delicious. Um, she looks. She goes out and looks for books, and she'll probably do that until about sunset. Um, or maybe even a little after because she doesn't, uh, she doesn't have anything to do. And she's under the impression that the people that she met up with were like a one-time deal. So she doesn't feel like there's any rush to get back to them. Okay. I mean, that's fair. So yeah, uh, eventually in the evening, Ariawan returns back to the tavern, but you guys, you guys meet back up well, well before then. Kai's. And she would probably she would probably go right to her room, not looking for anybody. So yeah, I never get to do changeling screw with people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the sloth has true sight. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. I'm just shitting you. Carol stay in the common area and play some music for a little while. Okay. Graza sits down next to him, and after about a like three minutes of just listening to him play music idly, you know you have to breathe out when you breathe in, right? <laughs> Smooth, Graza. Smooth. Flute comes down because it is a it is he he does play a wind instrument. <laughs> I'm breathing out to play. No, I mean when you're walking. Also, you shouldn't break stride for a quarter second. Yes, it is a little odd. <laughs> and this is like hushed tones over the table, so. Yeah. I think I'm. A plant? Yes. For the record, I'm still up in my room sleeping or trying to sleep, depending on whether I can. And he'll give her uh, just this very sort of with wry grin to his tune. <laughs> uh, Quinn, alone or with company? Alone. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a valid question, but alone. Very valid question. Especially for Quinn. You just wake up and find the sloth just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> with a, I kill this sloth. With a smile on its face. <laughs> I kill this sloth a lot, <laughs> and you hear in, and you hear in your head. I know what you did. The sloth is a huge creeper, guys. I know what you did last summer. Uh, yeah, but the thing about a sloth is, all you have to do is take two steps away, and you're perfectly safe. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, so does anything else happen in the common room in the evening? Actually, can he just play one long note continuously without ever taking a breath in? <laughs> do I need to make a performance check? I mean, do you try to do that? When the idea occurs to him? He probably would, yeah. He'd probably just see how he could keep you know, because with a wind instrument, you know, the, the moments when you take breaths are always part of the whole sequence. But if he's not feeling the need to take a breath in, he's going to see how long he can keep going before he has to. So you go. 
and you keep blowing, but nothing comes out because there's no air in your lungs. Okay, so there is there is still a mechanical fa- function of lung capacity. Good to know. Good to know. Like you, you're not feeling the need to breathe in, but you're just sort of, and no sound Running is coming out. out. Right? Yeah. There's no. <laughs> you need air in your lungs to pass through the pipe to make the sound. So you have to breathe to play. But the question then is, can you even speak without air in your lungs? I ask him out loud as I see him trying to experiment with his breath. (laughs) Well, I seem to be able to do that without having to think about it too much. So... Yep, he's talking fine. I suppose. You are a strange one, Fikir. (laughs) Yes, I'm becoming quite keenly aware of that. (laughs) Not even questioning what your deity is doing to you, are you? He's not a god. I look at him. <laughs> I look, I point, I indicate to you. Certainly not native to this plane. Oh, no, indeed. Mm. Immensely powerful, yes, but with no pretensions at and what kind cults of a name? or religions or organized what kind of a name doctrines. For a, what kind of a name for a being is Eshkil, anyway? And Eshkil seems to be affiliated with some level of alternative belief system from back in the mists of antiquity. Uh, I know that he has completely jumped tracks and didn't link together the two ideas that I was just saying. Yep. Yeah. And finding out more about whoever that being is would, of course, be probably... Oh, I think I found out a good deal just by talking with you, Fakir. Ah, that calls for an insight check. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, can I insight Graza if I'm at the table? Sure. Go ahead. Because Kai's the one who hasn't seen any depictions of Eshkill. Are you, you trying to hide? What? You Are you? Fuck no. Uh, Graza is implying that Shade Warden and oh, so for Kai, Graza is implying that Shade Warden and Eshkel are the same person. For Fakir, you've got no idea what the implication there is. <laughs> well, Amazing. knowledge is where you find it, I suppose. Question: Yes, do I know about curses and rituals that? prevent you from being aware of them? Uh, sure. Make a... nature check. This is related to, like, fey fiends and undead, so I yeah. do get advantage on this. Yep, go ahead. A nature check with the vintage. Um, so you know that um, you, you've never come across it yourself, but you've ha- you've heard stories of others uh, like Cursebreaker. Uh, you know, there, there's a certain sect of blood hunters amongst all the orders called Cursebreakers, and they sort of they sort of travel between the they, they sort of travel between the various citadels. They don't belong to any one, but they specialize in breaking curses and dealing with that sort of mass enchantment sort of deal. And they've told stories before about um, uh, beings that make pacts with entities, with, with, with others. And, you know, like sometimes sometimes a pact is just a pact. Sometimes a pact is a religious thing. And sometimes a pact is a sort of a curse that's very cleverly worded. 
Um, and in the case of certain curses that genies might give out or jinns might give out or, um, you know, a variety of uh, fey creatures might give out um, that require memory, often there's a component involved that makes it so that the person who's losing memory can't reference information related to that memory. So, like, you know, even if, like, for instance, if that was their name and you told, you said their name to their face, it wouldn't click. Did they ever mention how they broke any of those curses? Uh, typically, uh, either fulfilling the terms of the pact and, you know, and, and, and uh, pacts are very letter of the law. Um, mm-hmm. So, why you, you check the wording of the pact, see if there's any sort of a loophole they might exploit in the pact itself. Um, if it's not a, that kind of pact, uh, killing the you know killing either the person under the curse or the originator of the curse sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, um, and uh, occasionally hiring the services of a divinist. Um, somebody who actually has the ability to break curses, the um, curse spell, yeah, <laughs> to 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 help with that. Uh, most curse breakers have access to some form of remove curse spell, um, but if they don't, they they you know they they go and get somebody who does. Well, but sometimes 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 more involved curses or more involved packs, the remove curse spell doesn't work on. Like, yeah. Remove Curse works on, and, and they would have told you this, it works on simple curses. Things that are like, I curse you with a hex, and, and yeah, break it. Um, but more involved ritualistic style ones, that spell doesn't work on. Yeah. So, with that information in mind, after a while of Ficare fiddling around with his instrument... If, while Graz is thinking, Kai says... I'm a bit of a visual learner, I guess is the right term. Do we have any pictures of the god that were of Eskew? Fakir will open his his scribe's book. Um, He's got uh, copies of the tapestries and iconography that we had from uh, the first uh, Kazaru's cave, mm-hmm. um, and there's some some images of Eshkil there. Uh, there's also a few from the Grand Cathedral. Um, so the the iconography from Kazaru's cave was very rudimentary, and 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 didn't have a lot of detail as to the so the the identity of these deities. They were more symbolic than anything else. Uh, the iconography from the Citadel, however, is very specific, almost like Egyptian hieroglyphics level of detail. And it looks just like Fakir. Yes. Yeah. Not that Fakir recognizes that, but... No. So, like, after after a while of him fiddling around at with his instrument, I sort of lean over onto the table. Fakir. Do you trust me? I want you to recite for me, word for word, the conversation you had with Shade Warden when you made your pact. Can I remember this? Make an intelligence check. 
Okay. You remember most of it. Unfortunately, it ends with, you can never repeat this vow <laughs> to anyone else. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Um, did you write it down or... or... No, I didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. So you recall um, the conversation began uh, with something about wanting knowledge. And you replied that you wanted to know something. There was a specific piece of information that you wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. Shade Warden offered you to the power to answer that question, but in return would need uh, a certain amount of your memories and identity. You considered that to be a bargain because you didn't feel, as you recall, wherever you were, and you can't remember where you were, but wherever you were, you didn't feel as if you belonged. So you accepted. And Shade Warden said that he would take you unto him as if you were his own being and through you operate and you consented Uh and that is as much as you can remember of the conversation Yep. so he'll relate all of that to Graza She just kind of scowls and, like, steeples her hands for a second. And that's all you remember? It is. Uh, Graza, presumably the end clause, if there is an end clause with this, would be when Fakir learns the information he needs. Or wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, but he doesn't even know what that information was. Nope. Which means I'm going to have to ask the people that he knew bef- that he knew before the pact, which are the people in Mahan. Potentially. So this is a slightly question, perhaps related to troubles we've already had recently. If we go to your home village, is there a chance we're going to have another? I don't know you're my family incident. I would assume that that is the least we can expect. If what remains of my memory is correct, and I have no reason to consider otherwise as of yet, there are people out there. There are other elves who bore me, raised me, were raised alongside me, And unless the memory of me was taken from them, they will recognize me as their child, their sibling. Fikir, academically, why does a god seek a replacement? A god seeking a replacement from a 
archetypical perspective, I suppose if the god is one who undergoes cycles and its power is waning and must be bestowed upon another being in order to return to its full power, perhaps, if a god has grown weary of their duties and their domain and wishes to pass on to wherever gods go, then finding a replacement might be considered the <laughs> responsible thing to do from a cosmological perspective. Uh, perhaps the god's essence is transmitted from being to being over, t- over a course of time, and the current host is reaching the end of its usefulness, and another one must be found in order for the cycle to continue. There are any number of reasons think of. What about to pass on a seal? Possibly. <laughs> if someone, a deity especially, wanted out of a contract that was sealing them, would passing on their godhood to another transfer that seal? It could be. If, if the wording of the contract is that this divine being is subject to the constraints of the commitment, then if the divine being can transfer its divinity to someone else so that they then take its place, it could be that the strictures would also be transmitted and the original uh, member of the agreement would be then free to live a different life, of course, without retaining their deity, but if freedom has become more important to the individual, then perhaps. What do we know about the gods that were chosen to bind Idos? Precious little, honestly. There's very few details to indicate why those particular gods were chosen. I've been attempting to pass that riddle since we found Kazaru's temple. Why those particular ones? Certain of them are strong and powerful and main members of the established pantheon as far as the greater world is concerned, but as far as beings like Eshkil, who seem to have slipped out of the collective awareness of society at large. Difficult to say. You've given me quite a few answers to questions that I didn't realize I had, but now I've got more questions I don't think you can answer. Welcome to the life of the academic. Hmm? No. Welcome to the life of someone who's trying to protect someone. That as well. About this time, I w- I, I've woken up. I come downstairs. All right, where are we going and who are we killing? Redding to Mon. I think that was the name of the location. Yes, the Druid tribes of Ma'an are the closest to where we are and uh, probably have the greatest grasp 
of what's been going on, at least in this localized area. Um, but All right, cool. How do we get there? Well, I'm going to sleep tonight, and then we'll leave tomorrow. Uh, and we will either have to hire a guide or trust to your expertise in navigating woodlands. <laughs> I love that Quinn went to sleep. <laughs> Everyone I else stayed up. You all. Aren't you <laughs> so much? Well, until I get further information and details, I'm going to say yes. It doesn't take you that long to rest, does it? No, but I am feeling a bit wearied. Then go rest. We'll wait for you. Very well. Roughly this time, Ariawen comes passing through the tavern, heading straight for the stairs. Hey, there hey you is are. Ficar still here? Yeah. Okay. Ariawen's not paying attention to the group of you, though, so Ariawen's walking towards the thing. I will, because and he still looks go. like Ficar 2.0, walk up to Ariawen. Ah, a, a moment. Um, Can I tell that it's not Fakir? Yes. Can your sloth tell it's not Fakir? Because this is a a Fakir that looks different from the Fakir that you saw previously. Because this is Kai disguised as Fakir when Kai first met Fakir. Um, There are slight slight differences to to that. Um, Also wearing very different outfit. Wearing the outfit of the person with the sword that you met previously that you know is a changeling. Uh, Can I also just tell from her voice, even or their voice, even if I'm not looking at them? No, the the voice sounds like Fakir's voice, but uh, oh, does it? Okay, yeah, but you know that Kai is a changeling because Kai showed off that fact <laughs> previously. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Uh, is there a reason you look like a guy, the other guy in your party, or are you just trying I'm to pretending to be the leader and in charge? <laughs> Well, it's going swimmingly. <laughs> if I was in your group, which I'm not, I would be totally under your control. Also, he's the leader. Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're there for that. Just... You're there for that, Fakir. How do you feel? <laughs> oh, Fakir's completely ignoring them both and just upstairs. So, Fakir walks past, and you notice that his hair has changed, our Owen. Nice hair. Oh, God, let's not get into this again. <clears throat> Spoilers for it. I will be leaving in the morning to visit the druids locally. Yeah, you'd like to come along. Have a great time. I wish you much luck in that endeavor. How about if we... I looks like Graza. We're going to rest, too. Do you... Why didn't you rest when Quinn rested? Because it was, like, 5 p.m. (laughs) Because not everyone's a day sleeper. (laughs) Yeah, like, right about now, it's probably hitting, like, 9 o'clock as I'm murdering you all in your sleep. Yeah, it's roughly, like, 9 o'clock, and it's still daylight outside, too. Quinn, sometimes I don't know with these people. So, Arion, what if we pay you to come with us? 
you want me to go see a bunch of druids? I can just go home to my oh, family and see them. We don't want to stumble around like idiots who get killed by shambling mounds. Um, Too late. That already happened and was hilariously fun. You know, I... Right, so I two things. Number one, fuck off. Number two... That is not the way to talk to someone who you want to take you to druids. True, but I think the money's going to make up for that, isn't it? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't really need your money, but I, I have business to, to take care of. I'm, I'm, I have business to deal with. I, uh, I can't How waste time. How many of those just... books have you found here? My, yeah, my job is to find people. I'm sure I can find the people, help you find the people that took your books that you're looking for. Oh, the people you who help took us with the, that. the people uh, who can... took the books have been dealt with. It's the books themselves that have not. How been. many books have you found here? How many books have I found here? Four. Four. How many of them are there? Uh, Thirty-two. Two. No, it's much more than that. It was a whole bookstore. Uh, two hundred and seventy-three. <laughs> Do you really think you're going to find all of them here? No, but there are other cities. And you, you think they're all just? Here. And you think they're all just going to be in a major city? What's your point here, wolf lady? I'm saying if you travel with us, we can probably help you find them. Why would you do that? You don't even know me. It's called payment. And you killed one of your friends off and then took her stuff, so who am I to say you won't do the same thing to us? No. Meta. She that on her own problem. <laughs> It's not meta. You said she didn't travel with you anymore. Ariawen extrapolated from that and made up her own story. No, she walked into that on her own. Well, I'm sorry about that. In Ariawen's head, we probably just straight up murdered her. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, That's exactly what Ariawen thought. She's like, they got a bunch of her stuff. She's not here anymore. It was murder. I'll think about it and let you know in the morning. But right now, I I can't take time to do that. We'll we'll have a talk about it and we'll get back to you in the morning. And then Sarah makes her third character <laughs> because the second because one I... just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Damn right, she's like, I got stuff to do, and you guys just walk me into plant death. So. Nah. Who Who actually died? I don't know. It was just you. You got brought back really quickly. So after after Ariawan and Fakir have left, I'm assuming Kai's also leaving. Yeah, yeah. Kai Kai left during that conversation because he was a little put out. I, I I look over to Quinn. I don't even know with these people sometimes. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Guess I'll this, fucking this whole time. Dane has been sitting in a corner watching. Wander pointlessly yeah, been, around here, drinking a nice glass of brandy, just watching you guys squirm. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, there's I've, the creepiest of them all. I, I've helped. I I offered help to the person that could help guide us, but. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna mull it over with their sloth, so there's only so much I can do. That sounded so unbelievably dirty in a way that it totally wasn't. 
pull it over with your sloth. <laughs> you know, I mean, some, sometimes I miss everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, Graza. I do too. You aren't there! <laughs> I'm talking about my family. Hey, let's not get started on families because we all know what happens. Yeah, that, no, no, no. Let's not have a family. Don't family. <laughs> What's that? Please don't bring up family. Everybody loves a flesh golem. <laughs> the, hey, hey, hey. Our, I miss our cleric. I miss our monk. It had I a miss. proper name. <laughs> Everybody hey, loves the red and abomination. I miss our cleric. A monk. I miss the paladin. I miss my fellow blood hunter, who is now gone. Do you miss the suicide bard? I don't miss the suicide bard. <laughs> <laughs> I miss. I miss. I miss my fellow. I miss. I miss my fellow sister from the north. <sighs> oh, Grass has just got a list of regrets. Like I miss all these people. And this they're all in a bottle of tequila. Yeah, you know this what, sounds Karaza? like the most emotions you've yeah. expressed. It's blood of frustration, I promise you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But I mostly miss them because all of them would understand what I'm talking about when I say that I am very worried about the care. No, everyone around you would agree with you. Just You're not there. No, I know, but I don't even know you guys and I'm mean, worried about the care. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. There's care still right here. <laughs> we, we, we don't even need to talk. Clearly, there's some. But what are we going to? What? What are we going to do about it? Really? I'm almost certain at this point that Eshkill Shade Warden is attempting to replace Fikir, or attempting to have okay. Fikir replace him. What are we going to do about it? I don't know. There we go. Until we figure out what to do. I intend to find let's out. Stop yelling at each other over it. And let's go kill things. Unfortunately, I need to talk to things. Specifically, Iman. Eh, maybe we'll kill something on the way. Probably, yes. Considering this sure. continent is very much like Sloverton. Yeah, we're going to agree to disagree on that. I mean, yes, lots of big monster... This place is not hell frozen over. No, this is simply hell frozen over. (laughs) Yeah, I like grown over better than frozen over. Anyway... Like the last of us, rather than frozen. (laughs) We'll disagree on that one. Let it I've go. got about six hours to do nothing, and if I stay here, I'm going to be unable to walk by the time they get back, so I'm going outside. <laughs> okay, you go outside. You have fun. Because Graz is actually, actually has been playing up her willingness to get going because she also hasn't slept, so she's going to go sleep. <laughs> She has no goal in mind. She's just wandering. You hypocrite. Okay. She would rather be on the road and sleeping than, like, sleeping at some point on the road that could be made safe than 
staying here longer. We're staying here where it's clearly a danger in the rooms and with beds and doors. <laughs> yes. Hey. Hey, doors are very dangerous, okay? <laughs> it's the in ultimate the alternate universe doors have killed our party five times. <laughs> hey, that might still happen, no. <laughs> You guys haven't gotten to the really good doors. Yeah, we could run into at least five more doors and it still happen. <laughs> you could run into one more door and it could ha- As a matter of fact, one door did try to kill the party. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. It almost killed Fakir. Yep. <clears throat> that hurt. <laughs> All right, so you rest. Quinn, what are you doing while everybody else is sleeping? I just... Wandering around the town aimlessly. Like her soul right now. Alright. Uh, how. How. how that got so, weird. So, Quinn. Quinn, so. Easy there, emo high schooler. As you, as you wander around the town, Quinn, uh, you notice that the sun eventually, uh, after a couple of hours, starts to dip down. Uh, uh, heading towards dusk, and as it does, uh, it, it sets north of you because you're at the South Pole, and everything sets in the east and west is to the north right now. Um, right. And uh, it lights up the ocean in a way that you've never seen before, because you've been mostly landlocked your whole life. Okay. Um, and even when you were traveling on the boat, it. You know, you with with all the ir- with all the irritants that are happening around, you sort of take a minute to pause, and the sunset here is very beautiful, and it's just okay. sort of perfectly framed by the trees, and there are lots of people sort of hanging out on branches and uh, you know dangling from vines. Just it seems like the entire town has just sort of stopped to watch the sunset for a bit. And you get a little bit of calm and peace for a while. I get extremely comfortable, uncomfortable with that and move on. Okay. Quinn gets uncomfortable. Introspection was going to be very bad for her at this moment. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn finds something to distract herself. Yes. Uh, as the sun goes down, the, the town, you know, continues to bustle. Uh, up and down the trees, and basically just it, like any other city, the once the day market closes, the night market opens, and the night market is beer, boo, you know, beer, more beer, more beer, and sex. Um, <laughs> so after you guys wake up, she's going to need a long rest. <laughs> <laughs> and Quinn enjoys the nightlife of Tiana. yes. Um. And after eight hours, you guys wake up with a missing Quinn. Hey, that's on you guys. <laughs> you guys left her alone. I get up and make a meal. Okay. We are not leaving with the ranger hungover. I mean, you don't know where the, you don't know where the ranger's yeah. at right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, but Kai has made the assumption because Quinn and Kai are very similar that Quinn is hungover. It's actually actually there's probably it's probably more just various permutations of physical activity. Take that (laughs) however you will. It's probably accurate. 
Fakir gets up, is he feeling hungry or weak or anything? Nope. Feeling okay. fine. He's going to go sit out in the sun for a little bit then. The mm-hmm. sun is not up yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The nights are short, not that short. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you go out and walk around, or do you just regroup with everybody else? Uh, he'll go sit outside the hostel, but no, he's not walking around. Okay, make a perception check. Because you've got the really good night vision. I've got the best night vision. You notice, roughly 100 feet away, hanging out of a tree branch, is a... You'd call it like a... uh, Like a... Like a... A hammock made of vines? Okay. And sort of tangled up in it is a mostly naked Quinn, uh, along with some (laughs) other elf. You can't tell gender of the other elf from this distance. So Carol just sort of cock his head and look. Hmm. How many hit points am I probably down? No, you're not down any. You just I should try that. You just I ended mean, up in a very awkward position. <laughs> I'm and just saying there's probably a fair amount of fighting too. <laughs> you would have healed. Alright. So Quinn, you find yourself you, you wake up after a raucous night and find that mm-hmm. it's still night because it wasn't actually that long. Uh tangled up in a leaf in a leaf hammock with an elf. Alright. I do the I do the sneak out. You're, I ghost. You're in a leaf hammock. Yes. <laughs> That's fine. No, how do you sneak out of a leaf what, hammock? You mean I with my dexterity of 20? I think I might be able to pull it off, except for how I roll. Make a dexterity acrobatics check. Okay. Acrobatics. <laughs> okay, nice. yeah, you managed to disentangle yourself and climb, clamber up to the branch where you left your stuff. Cool. <laughs> And, and I'm heading back. And ghost back. After so after a while you all regather after almost an hour and a half of this you regather. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, peeps? Are we are we going now? Well as I understand the ecosystem of the continent, we should wait until at least sunlight, give the predators a chance to den for the day, and then leave as quickly as possible, yes. I realize Sarah's not here right now, but Kai is keeping it out for if our UR1 comes down. What was that? Gotta take a break and go get a bottle for my son real quick. I'm just gonna leave the recording going and I'm gonna clap us back in when we get back. So let people uh, know. That's we will see you in a bit. Yep, man. How much time I got? Uh, 10, 15 minutes. Cool. No time for me to smoke. I'm gonna go make food. I'm gonna sit here because I just went and got a drink. And I'm gonna sit here because I just went to the restroom. <laughs> We know we could hear. Hmm? Uh, 
Just kidding. No, we couldn't. I, I was like <laughs> half horrified, and I was like, oh no, that was really bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know my mic was so sensitive. Yeah. I mean, I know this is a new computer, but really? With that computer, you can hear someone flush a toilet three miles away. Oh, well, then I'm definitely in trouble since my bathroom is, mm, let's see. Only about half a mile away? Eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> Eight feet directly down the hallway right behind me there. Maybe less than eight feet. My apartment's very small. That's what I'm saying. Mine too. Mine was. Mine was big, small enough to be called a studio, but big enough to be considered a one bedroom. Uh, just because the fact that the closet was big enough to be a bedroom, so that's what it was.
Alright, who's still missing? Aaron and Quinn and William? There's Aaron. Is it, Dane, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Sorry, I could hear you guys. I was just off planing. That's fine. No, I just, I just, I just got back and done. So I just checked my Facebook, or whatever, and the first thing on it is somebody posted the new Power Rangers trailer. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 I'll do it for him. Oh wait, no. it'll it'll be my turn. Sure. What? And there is Quinn. Yup. I see you've returned. I have. I hope the smoke inhalation was adequate. It was. Fair. Nicotine. Nicotine. <laughs> A nicotine golem appears. Quinn's favorite fight ever. Not only does it fuck you up, it gets you addicted to it. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're saying also, Gwen's not addicted to trying to kill things as it is? Who's a what now? You're a what now. Okay. What? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> he said who's a what now, and I said you're a what now. What were we talking about? Nicotine golems. Slightly more addictive than flesh golems. <clears throat> flesh golems, not even once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, flesh golems only once, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> They've tried it and never went back. Nope. Once you go Gollum, you die in agony. (laughs) 
Why don't you go Gollum? You die in agony. All right. Are we, is Stupid that... Mave. <laughs> Stupid Mave. Uh, is everyone back? And are we ready to go? I'm here. Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Right. I think Aaron just said something, but I can't hear them. Aaron, did you say something? Yes, I saw their mouth move. Not to you guys. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, well not getting up in his, man. Give him some space. Jeez. Really quick, can someone tell me what five times eight is? Forty. Hmm? Forty thousand golems. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What I want to know Quinn's was it was it plan. was it initially five thousand golems? Decided let's do eight times that much. Or was it eight thousand golems? And you were like, no, no, we need we need we need to amp that up by a factor of five. I want to know if they're equally split between flesh golems and nicotine golems. The world and one sad know. lonely clay golem. He's like, I used to be the hip thing. <laughs> I used to be what all the kids were looking for. And the crystal meth golem is just sitting there kind of shaking his head at everybody. Like He's shaking his head at things that aren't actually occurring. Okay. <laughs> what he thinks they are. Okay. So. You all... I have to clap back in. So are we all, we're all ready and back together. Okay, good. So, it's morning. Well, it's night still. Uh, and you've all gotten back together around the tavern. And Ariawin, have you decided if you're going to go with them or not? Well, the odds are good I'm going to because it's not like I have anything else to do and I don't have a third character to make. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, yes, but from a narrative standpoint. So, oh, yes, Ariawan is going to commit to this. Yes, she, okay. will, she will take them. So, Ariawan comes, comes down and says, Hey guys, I'm going with you. And we have interesting and witty banter, and you decide to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's anything specific you guys would like to discuss in that time. <laughs> I think I need a long rest first. <laughs> you got a long rest. <laughs> oh, okay. That's yep. why that's why you woke up in a hammock. Because <laughs> you were fighting and you lost some hit points, but you need those hit points back, which is why the post-fight nookie happens. Right. Yes. As we've all learned from Grand Theft Auto. So, <laughs> is there anything is there anything you guys are doing or saying to one another before leaving Tiana? Fakir is making sure he's still got all of his traps with him. And then he's ready to go. Okay. Kai is trying to perhaps asking Graza, um, trying to approximate how Fakir looked without modifications. Let me see how good of a uh, how good I can get across what I'm tr- what what that uh, looks like. Make a history check. I was thinking it was more like a charisma thing to see if I can word it properly because she'd memorize what he looked like. It's just whether she can explain it properly. Well, uh, his his looks have changed so dramatically. Let's do a history check to see if you can remember exactly what he used to look like. It's been a while. I roll a four. (laughs) You've memorized what he looks like and you've memorized what he smells like and what he sounds like. What he looks like has changed so much it's hard for you to actually remember what he originally looked like. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, with that aside, <laughs> you all leave. The elevator takes you down to the fourth floor, and you, uh, in the dragon one at the bottom, you ask for, you know, which way to, you know, which way is southeast from here, because it's hard to tell from the ground. Um, and they sort of point you off into the darkness of the forest. And you Sweet. are on the forest floor with open, tr- with, with numerous trees ahead of you. All right, let's do this. All right. All right so, the, so the way that you Hi. navigate in the woodland is you take out your compass and you follow the... And it always takes you where you need to go. <laughs> so Kai will tap Ariawan and try and get a basic explanation of how the drift globe works. The drift globe works when you speak a word uh, and you just say the word and you have to mean it and then you turn it on. Why don't you know this if it belonged to someone else? That, that's why she doesn't it. know it. No, no, but you belonged to someone it. else. Yes, and it was hers. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's that's how it works. I'm also just not terribly good with magic things in general. That's okay. Not everyone. I is. will turn it on so he has something resembling light. Oh, oh. Ariawan doesn't tell you the word. She just tells you that's how it works. You tell you tell it a word, and then it, it works. So she doesn't tell you what that word make is. A history, so make a history. I will continue staring at you until you tell. Make a history check. How Kai. to activate it? At one point, Kai, Quinn's like, "Oh, for for Malik, he's saying that." Real quick, Kai, make a history check. No. So while Ariawan is just sort of not is sort of staring at Kai and not saying anything, Kai thinks for a second, then utters the word in Elven that Ariawan had said the other day with perfect recollection, causing the drift globe to turn on. <laughs> yeah, Ariawan didn't do that on purpose. She wasn't like meaningfully withholding it. She just didn't tell her. I thought you just want to know how it worked. Yeah. <laughs> um because Kai is a changeling, and even if Kai doesn't speak a language, Kai can adopt the vocal cords to speak, to make it sound correct. <laughs> it's weird. I have elven vocal cords right now. Hey. Yep. That's a little weird. Yeah, changelings are weird. <laughs> and the sloth, the sloth kind of turns its head and looks at you, but... If you sloth- say that aloud, Kai will accept the compliment. <laughs> so thank you you continue to the southeast I need whoever's in the lead to make let's see there's no such thing as a navigation check maybe a survival check whoever's in the lead All right. that is, and this I is considered is forest I think that's me this right? is considered jungle okay aren't I the one that knows where we're going Are, uh, no oh. <laughs> none Sorry, of you I Okay. You can make a survival check, though, if you want. But Quinn is the one who knows how to make sure people don't get lost. You can help. You can, if if you're proficient in survival, you can help. Well, when you you roll better than Jeremy does, you can certainly help. I'm proficient in survival, and I can lead. There you go. So, Ariawan and Quinn, between the two of them, managed to keep the correct direction in mind. And lead you all through the trees. 
It's pretty rough going. Uh, I'm going to need constitution checks from everybody. Checks or saves? Uh, saves. Sorry. Okay. Yes! Saves! Oh, yeah. After my long rest, I would have uh, changed that, because after Sloverton, I thought this stuff was fucking done, so... And Dan, I needed that proficiency. Well, <laughs> none, of you, none of you rolled below ten, so... Um, you're, you're all pretty, you, most of you are sweating pretty profusely, uh, except for Fikir, who isn't breathing. Um, but, uh, you're, 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 you're pretty, you're, 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 you're managing to maintain, you know, your drive, and none of you are getting ex- points of exhaustion from traversing the extremely difficult terrain. <laughs> um, eventually, after a few hours of walking, you find that the path you were just on shifted. You didn't see it happen, but you definitely... You you were following a, a well-trodden path, mm-hmm. and it just sort of abruptly ends at a tree. I think this is what they meant by the bowers moving. I look over at Ariel and... Is this normal around here? It depends on what you mean by normal. Normal. That's Adjective. Normal. To be expected. Oh, what is typical? Yeah. yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, so you can. I think that's what the bartender meant by the bowers moving. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, can I take this time to cast? Uh, Find the path. On what? On the place that we're going. What's the place you're going? The place of those druids that Jarvan Azazir? That Fikir has said several times, but all of us as players have forgotten. Dyer and Asir. Dyer and Asir. Diarrhea in a seer. Die, ear, a, in, a, seer. Pervon. You do realize that you forgot at the beginning of this episode. Too, I did. Right? No, it's true. It's true. Because um, so it's so what's fun. the what's the what's the what's the text on find the path real quick. Uh, it says this spell allows you to find the shortest, most direct physical route. Yeah, that works too. Fine. To a specific fixed location that you are familiar with. Oh. If you so name a destination uh, on, on another plane, plane of existence, a destination or a destination that isn't specific, the spell moves. Spells as well fails. Um. So yeah, you you cast the spell. Nothing well, if happens. I don't, if I know that's how the spell works, then I'm not going to cast it. Okay. The spell. Okay. Yeah. No. Because spell... I would have known that. I've never cast that before, so that's I wasn't fine. sure. Yeah. Okay. It, it, in in three point five, it could have been a general a general area you've never been to, and it would have let it will let you, but they changed that for fifth. Okay. And familiar enough with is ambiguous enough that if the campaign demands it. Yeah. But no, you, you're not broken in three five. You're not familiar enough with it to with the location that you're going to to go there. You're you're not certain what the location you're going to is yet. Yeah, like it, depending on the DM, it might require something as simple as like a picture, 
but we don't know anything about where we're going. And it usually needs more than just the name. Yeah. <laughs> also, Ma'an isn't the name. Ma'an isn't the name of a location. It's the name of a culture of druids. Yeah. Anyways, so um, you continue on. Eventually, uh, you know, continuing in that pretty solid direction that you are aware of, you find yourself presented with a tangle of thorns that have sort of grown up and connected between the trees. Um, in which there is sort of a, du- a dug, sort of a dugout trench that leads into the inner workings of this uh, bramble patch. Let's not walk into a plant, shall we? Let's keep going. Yeah, it didn't work out so well last time, did it? You, you, you can't. I thought it worked out. You fine. can't. There, there. The, this this bramble patch seems to stretch on for miles to the left and right. It's a literal wall of thorns. Yes, with a single entry point. Uh, you all recall that the bartender had warned you about the Warrens? Yep. You imagine this might be what that is. Does Vicar have any recollection of this place from his initial traverse to... Make a history check. Jana. Okay. okay. You remember the Warrens existing. You don't remember if you passed through them or not. Okay. But you also know the Warrens move. Yes. So, Do you know what's in the Warrens? Mostly things with teeth and claws, from what I recall. Things that are going to try and eat us. Good. Weapons out. Cool. Fakir's going to sort of stand to the side as if to take up the drag position rear guard as people start going through the entrance. Okay. Graza <clears throat> waits until everyone else has gone through. Yeah. Quinn will take the lead. Kai. Kai will head in. A, a moment. Kai will turn around and look. The, the hair is too long and just a shade darker on the eyes. Things switch around. <laughs> do you want to take lead, Quinn, or do you want me to? I got it. Okay. Better? Missing? Yes. Uh, no, I think... Yes, I believe you've, you've rather got it. All right, so... And it's like, after everyone else is in, Graza just motions to the care. After you. Nod and go. Hmm. Go ahead and rearrange yourselves into your marching order in this area. I can't see anything. <laughs> it's in the <laughs> lower right lower right hand corner. I can't see anything. All the way down. Okay. Zoom in. Oh, there we go. All the way down. Damn. Tiny. Lower right hand corner. Place. Yep. Pink. Wow. That's a lovely sign. Also, we should not have any of these status conditions on us anymore. No, go ahead and reset your status no. conditions and your health. Okay, I'm 100% sure, okay. sure I'm not seeing what you're seeing because I'm Is all it, the way zoomed in and I've checked every single corner. Zoom you all the way out. Far yeah. Yeah, that's where I was before and it's just a rectangle. Very, very bottom right. Is it readjusting for anybody else as well? The sliders won't stay in the same place where I put them. 
Can you see these pings, Aaron? Uh, sorry, I think my thing crashed because Chrome just told me it crashed. Aha. Uh-huh. I don't know how to turn off the poison stuff. Uh, click on your model and then go to the little circle thing on the bottom left. Oh, okay. Perfect. That's got all your status icons. So if anybody from Roll20 is listening, um, a way to snap to the player's viewpoint would be lovely. <laughs> Or snap the player's viewpoint to yours. Yeah. There actually is a way to do that. I I'm, I don't remember. I think it's like if you control click, con- control right click, or something like that. That's just paste um, undo. To viewpoint roll. Snap players to location. Um... Shift, hold down shift while pinging the left mouse button. Only you can do it. Aha! Yep, it just moved me. We'll move my screen. You should see yourself now. Thank you, person from Roll20, for hey. fixing that for us right away. Exactly. That was a real quick turnaround. Nice quick fix. Uh, we seem to have lost an Aaron. Oh, really? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you seeing, are you in Roll20? I see them in row 20. Yeah, I see them. Okay. Do- I can't see you, but I can see most people. Regardless of whether or not you can see me, can you see the map? Yep. All right, so you found yourself? Yes. Okay. All right, so you find your so as you guys crawl into this uh, sort of tight briar patch area, you find yourselves in a small little burrow in the ground. Uh, the walls are simply thorns. They are covering each uh, sort of the areas. And you see ahead of you three indentations, one to your left, one to your right, one straight ahead, that are they're sort of like a thorny barrier, but they're much thinner, and you can see that there's a passageway through to the other side. Sneaky as possible, everybody. We, we don't want to run into anything down here, so... Dane and Quinn are in front, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so which direction are you going? Left? Left? Uh, Jeremy, we can't hear you. Cannot hear you, sorry. Saying left. I was muted. Yes, left. Okay, so you're going to the left? All right. Uh, so are you going to cut through the brambles? What are you, how are you? How are you going to get through the brambles that are blocking the path? I have I have my blades out. Uh, I'll cut through them. Um, I believe we have one person in this party whose sword is. Didn't you just say we objects. need to be? I mean, yes, I know yeah, they're brambles, but just to clarify before we start, didn't you just say we need to be as sneaky as possible? Yeah. So then somebody with a big sword do it because I just got little swords. <laughs> Kai will roll his eyes. And I will back up. Harry Owens, can no. you alter the plant growth? Let's see if I can alter the plant growth. I mean, I could fire a hail of thorns from there, but that's just going to make the problem worse. I mean, uh, you, you, you don't typically fight thorns with more thorns, it's true. No. Let me... Uh...
I'm looking to see if I have anything that would be helpful. Uh, well, it depends on how you want to control them. If you... Well, I'm not saying that in character. I, I got into my Graza voice while I was trying to talk out of character. One second. Um, I know that Blight, if you're looking to get the plants out of the way, doesn't kill the entire plant. It just kills whatever you reach and grasp with your hand. You can like, oh, yeah. grab plants and pull out of the way. That the question work. is if you want to spend that. Well, it's only a fourth level spell, and I have three of those, so... Uh, yeah, and let me... Other than that, I think there might be, like, control plants as a spell, but I think that's a higher level thing. I was gonna suggest druid crafting something, but that's not high enough level. Um... Oh, I could speak with the plants and ask them to move out of the way. <laughs> I think that's actually a thing you can do with speak with plants. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right Try now. It. So, yes, let me... Uh... The worst thing that could happen is they say no, and then we just cut through them anyways. Okay. <laughs> I will cast Speak of Plants. Okay, what's the description on Speak with Plants? You imbue plants within 30 feet of you with limited, limited sentience and animation, giving them the ability to communicate with you and your fellow simple your commands. You can question the bunch of demons as this fills. You can also turn to cool terrain, call for a planet, such as stick it on there with an ordinary terrain. Okay, yeah, that works. So you, you talk to the brambles. Uh, hello, brambles. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, my uh, companions and I would like to pass through. We're hoping you could be convinced to move out of the way so that we may pass. Sure. Excellent. Thank after you for after a while, the brambles slowly peel back and reveal another room in which there are four large broken statues. Uh, let me reveal the area. Thank you, Brambles. I druid craft some little flowers. <laughs> there are four large broken statues sort of scattered about oh. this next room. They're almost they're almost right like here. they're almost like buried into the walls. Now who walks through that door first? Because it looks Fakir like Fakir went. Uh, Fakir, I need Quinn's gonna lead. Fakir I will goes race right your ass. <laughs> Quinn's in the front, Fakir's in the back next to me. Alright. Make I need, yeah, but he saw I need, but he saw old crumbly artifact looking. I need Quinn and Fakir to make initiative rolls. To see who goes first. You. Alright. Fakir. Make a dexterity acrobatics check. Alright. <laughs> All right. Fakir walks through the... So the brambles pull back, and Fakir wanders right through the door. Um, and as he does, he everybody next to the door hears a sudden click sound. Mother And the walls on either side of Fakir erupt in spinning buzz saws. You're not sure where they came from, but they definitely came from the walls of thorns. Uh, and they... <laughs> Slice into Fakir, who manages to dodge out of the way of most of the damage. Uh, but he still takes... Uh, he uh, Fakir takes 23... Sorry, no. Uh, Fakir takes 16 
not 23, 16 points of slashing damage. Um, I grab him and yank him back as the buzzsaws. Um, no, no, Fakir's making a tumble forward. I mean, you, yeah, you succeeded your acrobatics check, so you, you make your way right. through it. Mm-hmm. So before anybody else goes as, through. As Fakir passes through, the buzzsaws recede back into the wall. Yeah, I'm going to look for the thing that he stepped on. Make which it. should be pretty nice because if he clicked a button, there should be dirt, less dirt around it. So make a perception check. Spotting a trap after it has been sprung is typically easier. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can see where uh, there's actually a wooden, uh, like it sort of blends in with the brambles around it, a wooden uh, trigger mechanism in the doorway itself. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna disarm it. <laughs> okay. I'm looking at statues. If he steps, starts walking towards one, I'm firing an arrow between him and the statues. I mean, okay. Twenty-one. Don't on this even think about it. <laughs> Uh, 21 to disarm the trap? Yeah, you disarm the trap easily enough. Okay. Alright, we can walk through now. Alright. As I bang on the button to show everybody it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) And chop off your head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Carrie's going to want to investigate without touching the statues. Okay. Yeah, what the hell? Why not? Um, so this, I mean, the statues just seem to be broken old statues. Um, but are they? Some of them have. Uh, some some of them seem to have like treasure chests, sort of embedded in the ground underneath them. Hmm. Um. Do they have any particular racial features or? Um. They they seem that the any any like racial features they may have had have definitely been eroded with time. Okay. Um Graza, make a perception hearing check. Yeah. Uh so while everybody else is sort of uh wandering around staring at these statues, you hear something viscous on the ceiling above you. I look up. <laughs> of course there is. You see a stalactite. Although that or a stalactite. Although that stalactite has tentacles? <laughs> I shoot it. <laughs> I need everyone to roll me initiative checks for and some initiative please. Those of you that were preoccupied investigating the statues, that being Fakir, Jeremy, Fakir, Quinn, and Dane, are surprised this round. That's why you shout out, hey, stalactites, before you start the fight. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have mattered they were about to attack anyways. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to move these, uh, the uh, decoy monsters... 
to the GM's lair. Uh, and move the actual monsters to the visible lair. Hi, Roper. That's not my actual initiative. I don't know what that's doing there. I didn't roll initiative yet. It was your first initiative, wasn't it? When we were oh, that was our initiative against each other, right? Yeah. Hang on a second. There we go. So there is a roper above this one. A roper above this one. A roper above this one. A roper right there. A roper right there. A roper right there. And a roper right there. Since I didn't change my focus, I'm going to spend this eye point to not be surprised. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, we had that discussion previously. Um... Let me get them on. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Let me get them on the initiative here. Head turn. Also, let me. How high is the ceiling? Uh, it's about thirty feet up. I believe that's actually a high enough jump that our werewolf form can make it. Uh, oh, it didn't see. record my initiative. I know it's three feet to my high jump, not ten feet that I get from a long jump. Yep. Okay. Um. So let me roll their initiative here, and we will get started with the Roper fight. Is this theoretical high jump that I can make? Be right back, I need to get my corvals. Uh, who is not on? We have Fakir, Quinn, Graza, Kai, Ariawin. I'm not. We don't have a Dane. Dane got a 24. Hmm? I have to get the ropers off of Dane in order to add him to the list. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough room in. The, it's not enough room in this map for the thing that the map described. <laughs> Alright. So, Fakir is surprised. Quinn is surprised. Graza is not. Uh, Dane, you had a 24, you said? Yeah. Alright, so Dane, you you used a side point to not be surprised, so you go first as you look up. Your your sort of psychic senses tingle and you look up as a roper 30 feet above you starts starts extruding tentacles down at you. Okay. uh, I am going to spend seven I think that's an action I'm going to give myself a fly speed as an action and then um, fly up uh Not right in the middle. Back over to group. So um, that's going to provoke a tax opportunity. Yeah, let me check to see where. Yeah, as an action. You know what? Uh, 
dead since I can't reach him right now. Um, I'm going to take the disengage action, get up, get my bow out. Um, okay. I move back, so I can't fly, so I'm still on the ground. Okay. So that's your turn. Uh, Fakiris, you can disengage as a bonus action because you're yeah, a rogue. Yeah, I'm going to disengage as a bonus action and dodge as my action. <laughs> All right. That's Dane's turn. Fakira is surprised. Quinn is surprised. Graza, it's your turn. Uh, too high for a running high jump, so... I'm going to transform and start shooting a Rupert. There's also not enough room for a running high jump in this area. A uh, running high jump is required me to make 10 feet. In a single line, right? In a straight line, right? Yeah. Yeah. One, two... That's a, that's a statue. Off. Oh, that is a statue? Okay. Yeah. The statues... There's a statue I'm, to jump off of. I'm going to mark the statues here, uh, just so that they're... Because they're being on the field ma- makes it confusing, but... One of the statues at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump. Statues are here. 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 And... And even 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 if I could, the highest I can jump without requiring a strength check to go higher than normal is um, ten feet. All right. So what are you doing? Uh, actually, twelve feet, but still. Um, transform, and I am going to, yeah, shoot the rope that's above me. All right. It is not empowered yet, so. Yeah, roll a natural one. It misfires. Click, 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 click. Nothing happens. Makes ah, you later. All right. Uh, so that makes it their turn. Do 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 do. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So the uh, tendrils on the ropers lash out. Um, there's only four of you currently in the room. The other two are still outside. So uh, each of you are going to be getting... We're going to start with Fakir because he's probably going to misty step. <laughs> yep. Fakir. One tendril. He's got the dodge thing, too. One tendril. Yes. Uh, yeah, the dodge belt. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pointer, can you misty step when you're surprised? Yeah, it's a reaction. Do you have reactions? Actually, no, you don't have reactions when you're Oh, I don't have my reactions. So, yeah. yeah. So, no, just sorry, you have a disadvantage. No, it's good. that's fine. It's good to have somebody point it out, yeah. That's fine. Uh, so, Fakir, you've got four tendrils coming at you. Okay, all at disadvantage. So, yep, all at disadvantage. Uh, those are both ones, so they it, it, it does not hit you at all. <laughs> It was in never in no theoretical world would it ever have hit you on that first attack. Um, does a thirteen hit you? Nope. Alright. A ten doesn't hit you. Nope. A twelve doesn't hit you. Wow, flubbing out entirely on that one. Don't worry, they'll hit me and Quinn just fine. Another one <laughs> an, a second one attempts to attack for care. A nine misses. A nine misses. 
A 25, I'm quite certain, hits. Yes, that one will. And a 13 misses. So the first, the Mm -hmm. 29 at least hits. Um, You take... Oh no, you actually don't get, you don't take anything. You just get grappled. Uh, So this tendril lashes out and wraps around you and yanks you up off the floor. Um, You are... And it's only 30 feet away from you. It pulls you 25 feet. Yeah, it pulls you right up to it. Okay. Um, You are dangling underneath the maw of this roper uh, on the ceiling. Uh, And it is the one right above you. Okay. Um, Actually, no, it's the one right next to it. Sorry. It's this guy over here. Touching tokens is difficult. Um... You are suspended in midair. You are wrapped up in this tentacle, and as it yanks you up towards it, it takes a bite out of you, or tries to. Isn't there a ranger thing that stops you from being surprised? Uh, but only, not, in your, only in your favorite terrain, though, right? I know. Not that I know of. There is for the other ranger. It's for right? the. It's for the magicless ranger. Ah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it is not able to penetrate your armor with its bite, and so it's just sort of <laughs> licking all over you as it's holding on to you. But for care, uh, if you'll go ahead and mark that you are uh, restrained, for care. Okay. Grappled, not restrained. Oh no, he's restrained. Oh, bummer. It's okay. <laughs> the target is restrained upon successful grapple. All right, uh, Dane, you're next. You get four tendrils coming at you. Fortunately, the tendrils don't do any damage. It's the beak that does damage. Uh, does a 25 hit you? Uh, yeah, it will no matter what. Right. That's with disadvantage? Yes. I rolled an 18 and a 19. And yep. Uh, the another, so you get sucked up to this one right next to you, and it tries to take a bite out of you. And you're restrained now, so I don't think dodge applies anymore. Uh, it does, but attack rolls against a restrained target have advantage anyway, so you just cancel. So it's just a straight roll. Yeah. I can still squirm. Uh, does a fourteen hit you? No. Alright, so again, it's it's biting at you, but it can't quite break through the armor. You are restrained as well. Graza, the one right above you that you tried to shoot at and your gun went off poorly against, lashes down at you. A 13 does not hit you. No. But a 24 does. Yes. <laughs> Actually, hang on. It is a melee it is attack. A range, but it is a melee attack. It is a melee attack. So yes, you can try to parry it. <laughs> Unfortunately, you miss by one. Yeah. Uh, so you 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 try to parry it with your gun because that's what you're holding, and you realize at last second that you're holding a broken gun, not your sword. <laughs> and as you do, the tendril sucks you up. 
and you are restrained as well. Fortunately, this is a strength check to break free when it comes around to your turn, so you probably won't be restrained oh, for long. Oh, good. A strength except, check. Except, being, except <laughs> it being a strength check means that if I break free, I fall. I mean, that's fair. I kind of have to stay in its grip to actually hurt it. But you're restrained while you're in its grip is the problem. I only have disadvantage on attacking it. I can still attack it. Can you attack while restrained? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You just have disadvantage, yeah. Got it. And it tries to bite you. And fails again. These things cannot bite for crap. <laughs> hey, Quinn, your turn. Bring it. Does a 25 hit you? <laughs> what do you think? Slorp. And we're going to try to bite you, too. They only get one bite. They get four tendrils, but only one bite. They um, only got one weapon. Yep. <laughs> do you have uh, does a 16 hit you Quinn just misses hey again can't get through the armor uh, one of them yeah. one of them can see Kai through the door though I, I really do want to play a, uh, a crocodile folk a crocodile man I forget the name of the race from Bolo's guide yeah as a monk so that I can so that I can yeah lizard man monk so that I can flurry of blows with my teeth because they aren't unarmed strike <laughs> So the ropers that don't have somebody currently in their grasp shift around the ceiling, spot two new prey, um, and send out tendrils, whipping out towards Kai and Ariawan. It's a reach on those things. 50 feet. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yup. It just so happens that this room is not the best room for them because it's low, but... The forest, the forests of um, the forests of Darlarati are randomized. So, <laughs> yeah, because they move, because <laughs> everything moves within them. Um, Kai, does a twenty-five hit you? If you said anything, I didn't hear it, Aaron. Yeah, you're still muted. <laughs> A 25 does indeed hit. All right. You get grabbed and yanked. Schlorp. Um, and it tries to bite you, too. Maybe it'll succeed. No, a 12 does not succeed at biting you. <laughs> Ariawin! Tendrils! Hey. Does a 24 hit you? Oh, it sure does. Tendril grabs you, yanks you up. It tries to bite you. And fails again. Does a 14 hit you? Come on, failure. No, it misses! <laughs> <laughs> so the ropers have you. They just can't get through the hard outer shell. Yeah, right, at this on, rate, we're going to starve to death. That's the only way they're going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to starve to death up here. So yes, the problem is, are that they is a very going to real death or are we going to starve death first? <laughs> so, <laughs> the problem is, that is a very real possibility because <laughs> those strength checks were, are not going to be good for all us. Alright, Kai. Just going to remind everyone that each round of combat is six seconds so that'd be an impressively long combat. It would be. <laughs> um, you are restrained by a roper on the ceiling. Also, not to be like a spoil sport, but the uh, the Roper's bite attacks against us have an advantage because they've got us restrained. Yes. They do. I'll remember that next time. 
<laughs> I keep forgetting that. I don't play Ropers very often. <laughs> I don't know anybody who does, honestly. They don't come Landlords. up. Landlords. They, they don't come up. Hmm. <laughs> they don't come up a lot. Rodeo stars. <laughs> Kai, it's your turn. Come on, that was funny. Obscure yes, it was. at this point. Wait, yes, we're God, I'm old, but funny. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I didn't look at the right initiative tracker. Okay. I'm going to just... Yeah, no, Kai's not having this again, so he's going to try a strength check to get out of this nonsense. All right, strength check. Uh, strength, yeah, just a straight... Uh... Check. I mean, if these are standard ropers... They're probably not. <laughs> uh, you are unable to break free of the tendrils. And that... Do you have a bonus action you'd like to do? Um... Oh, you also have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Well, I'll roll again to see if I roll lower, but... (laughs) Yes, get that extra bad roll out. Nice. So yeah, it was a three, not a seven. I assume that's still the same. That's still the same thing. Yeah, no, no, I'm missing key parts of information on this creature. You just have to fail through to the other side. <laughs> you gotta do. Kai actually fail, Kai, fail past the wall. Kai actually yep. tightens the tendrils around themselves. I was just trying to be honest about it because I didn't read the restrained definition. Well, that's fine. No, no, this is specific to ropers. You have disadvantage. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, like roper roper tendrils have a numbing poison. So you, you have disadvantage on strength checks while they're yeah, wrapped around you, you. You start to feel the muscles in your body go slack. And Ariawen. Excellent. Uh, I, how can I still move my hands, or am I... Yes, you can still uh, move your hands. You're restrained. Okay. But you're not fantastic. And I'm, I'm being held, I assume, by this fantastic creature. Yep, 30 feet so off the I'm ground. In, I'm in contact with its body. You are indeed in contact with its body. Fantastic. I would like to cast Blight. All right. It gets to make a constitution save. Suction doesn't have a bad con save. Ironically, I'm probably well, the best at breaking out of this because I have advantage, which a, cancels out the disadvantage. A 20 on the con save uh, means that it only takes half of that damage. Half of 32 no, is... No, that, that is the half damage. The total damage is 64. It rolled it, it, it for some reason, rolled it at half damage. I believe. Uh, no. no. 64 is maximized no. against 60, plants. Yeah, 64 right. is maximized against plants. These are not plants. Mm-hmm. These are not plants. It rolled a d8 and you got 32 Oh, I'm on sorry. The I yeah. thought it said magical creature, not magical plants. No, but plants. you're right. It says magical plant. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, 32, so 32 divided by 2 is 16. 16. Uh, so it takes 16 points of damage. <sighs> it doesn't appear too perplexed at this. Well, of course not. That was just my opening act. Do you have any bonus actions you'd like to do? Uh, let me see what I can do in a bonus action. I don't think I can do anything. So, right. Dane, you are no, good. you are wrapped up in a in some tendrils. I am, and you got I'm your short gonna, bow. Out. Yeah, I got my bow out, so that's going to do me a lot of good in melee. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> 
I'm gonna look at the spellcasters and say anything you guys can get these anything you guys can do to get these things off the ceiling would help immensely because uh, they can't move very well when they're on the ground uh, and I'll just let go of my bow and pull out one of my tech blades and stab it. Alright, roll with disadvantage. Yep. Actually, that's a point. Um, theoretically, would I be able to like force my arms out of out of this grapple and like grab the roper and yank it off the ceiling? No. <laughs> I was hoping. It or has, is it an action it, to try to break? Uh, yeah, it's an action. You can either use an action to try to break free with a, with a disadvantage strength check, or you can use your action to attack at disadvantage. See, I wanted to stay in the grapple and just pull it off the ceiling. <laughs> it has spider climb. I know it does, but you can still like pull it, it off. Still lose its footing if you do the right thing. Uh, so yeah, I'll just stab it. Like that is mean. That just means it can walk on all surfaces. It doesn't mean it can't be pulled off of them. Yeah, but it you're you're you are grappled by it underneath it. I would say you you can't pull it down. Cutting resonance. Maybe if you were on the ceiling with it, down. but. Yes, a 27 does hit. And I don't want to be up here anymore, so psychic damage. So, all that. 23 was 20. You shank it good. Stab it in its brain. You stab it in its beak. It's still alive, but you do a good amount of damage to it. Um, Fakir. All right, we're going to go way back in the... Actually, no. First step, um, he's going to murmur some words and lay his palm across his abdomen and cast Foresight on himself. Okay. That's your action. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much everything we can do. Okay. Um, so basically anything they try and do to me, advantage, hmm, which well, will probably cancel things out to just a flat roll. Advantage. Right. Yeah. All right, Quinn. You are muted. All right. There you go. Um, so right from... Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I can't cast Foresight on myself. I forgot. It's got a casting time of one minute. Oh. Let me roll that back. <clears throat> Rolling it back. Um, we are Fine, going to... I didn't want to go anyway. It's okay. <laughs> um, You're going to get your turn, don't worry. We are going to use Fey Presence on uh, the four that hit that circle. So basically the one that has Quinn, the one that has Graza, the one that has Ariawan, and the one that has me. They all need to make a wisdom save against a 20. What does Fey Presence do? Uh, if they fail the DC 20 wisdom save, they are frightened of me. Okay. They don't move immediately, do they? No, I don't think it makes them immediately run away. Okay, good. They also have, like, the slowest move speed. Pretty sure. Ropers are not fast, usually, I don't think. Yeah. They don't, they don't chase down their prey. They wait for people to walk into rooms like we did. <laughs> yeah, and wow. frightened doesn't mean you have to run away. It just means you've got disadvantage on 16, everything. 16, 9, 18. 
I did oh, not walk into a room. You so walked while, into a room, and I was dragged in. So while they're in line of sight of me, those potato, four have potato. disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, and they cannot willingly move closer to me. Mm. Okay. But they don't have to run away. Mm. These four are I mean, it would be smart. I mean, it also means that they just want to eat you more now. <laughs> but they're not going to be good at it because as long as they see him there, they're like, "Oh, I want to eat him," but not mm-hmm. really. And that will end. Uh, that will last until the end of my next turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to mark them then. Uh, Quinn. All right. So from that point right there, it looks like I've got one, two, three, four, five within ten feet of it. Mm-hmm. Of that point. Mm-hmm. They are all getting shot with arrows thanks to Volley. I've already got disadvantage because I'm in melee range and I got disadvantage from... So I can't have that many disadvantages, so why the hell not? Firing range doesn't provoke attacks opportunity anymore, does it? No. 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 Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with... Basically, unless someone has an ability that lets them take an extra attack opportunity under an extra condition, the only thing that provokes it is movement out of out of your range. Okay. We're going to start with the one on Fakir and move clockwise. So to Kai for, for the roll. So for Kai, then Kai, Danes, Harry Owens, Grazes, and then mine. Like, Mage Slayer lets you get attacks opportunity if they cast a spell next to you, and there's a couple other things that give you new triggers for attacks opportunity. But okay. There are specific abilities that you have. Uh, 28 hits. So, 17 damage to the one on Fakir. Uh, okay, 24 hits. So, 14 on Kai's. A okay, 20 hits. So, 11 on Dane's. A 30 hits. 15 on Air Owens. Are any of these already injured? Yes. Uh, Mine was. Dane and Ari Owens were. So, okay, so Ari Owens is also taking for Colossus Slayer, because of Colossus Slayer, an additional six. Okay. Uh, and Grazes. 30 hits. For 18. That makes sense. And on the last one, <laughs> mine, <laughs> you're, you've been struggling so hard with trying to fire bows with this massive bow. I dropped my bow, didn't uh, I? You snapped the string. Motherfucker. That's even worse. <laughs> yep. I, you, you, you got the string caught in the beak of the roper. And while the bow is magical, the string is not. So you now have a unstrung great bow. And and then because I'm a fucking idiot, I use my bonus action to um, now... Actually, hold on, hold on just a second, hold on just a second. Um, I use my bonus action to cast... Grasping Vine. Okay. Right here. 
Okay. I think that's close enough. What's the range on it? Uh, 30 feet. Never mind. So with it as far out away this way, but still 30 feet since the, in the air uh, from Fakir. And is going to try to grab Fakir and pull him out of the Roper's grasp. So 30 feet is going to be straight down because he's 30 feet in the air. Okay, that's fine. Um, yank to the ground. Put grasping vine in the chat for me, please. The description of it. Yep. Uh, you conjure a vine that sprouts from the ground in unoccupied space. When you cast a spell, you direct a vine to lash at a creature within 30 feet. If the creature must succeed on a dexterity saving throw, be pulled 20 feet directly toward the vine. The vine it has, has a strength score to it, to, to it, so you'd have to come up with one. Yeah, the vine doesn't have a strength. So what's your spell? No, spe- but what's clearly your sp- it has strength. Yeah, no, it does. It does. What's your spellcasting modifier? My spellcasting modifier is plus 10. Okay. Do you want me to roll, roll, just roll a spellcasting check? Roll a, roll a d20 plus 10. We're going to do an opposed uh, grapple check here. That makes sense. You yeah, should have rolled with disadvantage because you roll better that way. <laughs> <laughs> so the grasping vine lashes out and wraps around Fakir and starts pulling him down. And the rubbery tentacles of the roper let him go for a minute before <laughs> sucking him right back up and actually ripping the grasping vine out of the ground. So the, So it's... It then it killed the spell. Well, no, it then resinks itself back down. But like it, okay, it like it got yanked back it's so hard. Keep trying to do yeah. that until someone's out of the, out of a roper grasp. It, it got yanked <laughs> out so hard that it actually came out of the ground, and then when it settled back down, it resinked because it's a magical spell. Okay. Fair enough. All right, and that's my actions, Graza. Uh, so this is up to you. Can I reach my swords? They're on your back. You had your rifle in your hands. Yeah, because your, your swords specifically are on your back, not your sides, aren't they? Yeah, because they're long swords. Yeah, I would say no. I would say if they were on uh, your hips, yes, but... Well, I have claws. That's the point. <laughs> this motion, I don't see you doing while restrained. Yeah. So, I'm going to activate my right of, my right of the roar on my claws. Okay. And I'm going to go to town. <laughs> go to town. Attacking with disadvantage. A 22 still hits. Uh, That's 16. A 19 misses. Just barely. So you slash it once really good with your claws and then it just sort of tightens up and locks your elbow down with the with the tendrils. My bonus action was to activate the right so I don't get my third attack out. Now it's their turn. Now do they have disadvantage on all actions while they're within sight of you or just yeah, actions towards the core. Fakir? All Everything. actions. Okay. Well, the one holding Fakir begins to flee. But However, it's, it's knowing that they have advantage against us, so it's still holding. It's still holding for care, though. <laughs> so for it moves care. a whopping ten feet. Yeah, it moves this way, and for care, 
sort of occupying almost the same space as the oh, other one. Oh, look. And Vicarish dragged with it. <laughs> which also takes it out of the range of the Grasping Vine, unfortunately. I dropped the spell. Uh, I mean, Fakir made it frightened, not me. Um, <laughs> the others uh, continue to attack their held targets as this one tries to flee from the thing it's holding. Um, actually, it's going to use its action to dash. Yeah, that's <laughs> into the corner. Uh, no, it's going to dash through the brambles into the uh, in- <laughs> into the next room. Mob aggroing! Mob is aggroing! <laughs> however, we got a runner. however, as it does, it triggers a trap. <laughs> a roof trap? Damn. It's dragging you along and has to go through the brambles. Um... So, funny thing about traps in small spaces. <laughs> yeah, your restraints, you have disadvantage on deck saves. Yes, I do. Although now you have your reaction, so... Yes, I do. That's the key thing. However, that's not what uh, you should be worrying about. <laughs> Because you're all basically within 30 feet of each of at least one other person, right? Uh, yes. Yay. God. Lightning traps. Damn it. Chain lightning trap. I should have been using my right of electricity. Damn it. I mean, you didn't know it was there. I didn't know. But my, the two the two go-to rights for her, her name is Thunderweaver. Oh, I know. The two go-to rights are, are electricity and sonic. Yep. Unless she needs fire for some reason. Yeah, so chain lightning... I need let's see so it hits the roper which hits Fakir which then bounces to another roper how many times does it bounce as many as three Hmm. as many as three other targets so the roper Fakir another roper Jeremy roll me a d100 why should I even roll you know I'm gonna roll low The rope, then it goes to the roper holding Jeremy. Quinn. All right, holding Quinn. So I'm going to back it up just a little bit so Fakir is still visible. You brace for the electrical impact and it just doesn't happen. Uh, (laughs) So, Fakir, I need you to, with this advantage, roll dexterity saving throw. All right, let's do this. Hey! (laughs) Could have been worse. What's the DC of the trap? 70. No, but higher than that. But higher than 17? <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm going to tell you all of these. These guys actually can't make the DC, so they all fail. Oh boy, this is about to hurt. I think some of them might be falling, guys. <laughs> So, Fakir and all three of those ropers take 47 points of lightning damage. 47. 47. Could be okay. Yes, it could be. And then Fakir... And then Fakir vanishes. (laughs) He's invisible. You're 
Invisible. Oh yeah, he's invisible, so he's no longer in sight. God damn it. <laughs> Guess who's no longer frightened? No, no, yep. that works. Guess who's no longer restrained? <laughs> it's fair. Um, so that stops the Roper's retreat as he ran straight into the fucking chain lightning trap. Fakir considers it a sacrifice play. <laughs> I mean, you roasted three ropers with it, so you know, good yeah. on you. And we, well, we, and now we know where the trap is. <laughs> you don't, though. We know, it, we know it's there, though. You know it's there. We, you just don't know where. We know of the existence of a trap. There you go. And you will pretend that is intentional to your dying day. Oh hell yes! So, Quinn, <laughs> I meant to do that. I meant well, to do that. After the first door, Dane just assumed every door from that point on was so, going to be trapped in some way. Quinn gets bitten with a critical yep. hit. Sweet. Uh, Graza, the bite does not penetrate your armor. Arialwin, does a 17 hit you? Yes. Arialwin gets bit. Dane, does a 24 bite you? Ah, damn it. Even if I use my reaction, it would. Yeah. Kai, does a 25 bite you? I am going to use Uncanny Dodge for the bite, though. I, you're muted still, Aaron. Sorry, I was doing math. Um. So you know. Yeah, twenty-five hits. So you know the one thing ropers are real good at. Swing dancing. Biting. Oh. And when their bite crits, Quinn, you take forty points of damage. Cool. Uh, Graza didn't get bit. Ariawen, you take 19 points of damage. Fantastic. Dane, you take 15, reduced by half to 7. That almost eats through my temporary points. Uh, and Kai, you take 17 points. Worth noting, for Dane's, I rolled 1, 1, 1, 8. <laughs> on 4d8 well thank you Interesting. I appreciate it alright uh, the other one you know sort of looks around for somebody to eat and doesn't see anybody and so wanders this way walk into the trap <laughs> uh, no the other one already did that and that's their turn Kai Okay, Kai is gonna attack, and I forgot I could do this, but I have a thing that lets me negate disadvantage occasionally for attacking. Bloop. Okay, so you spend your bonus action to negate disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So my bonus action to negate disadvantage, and I'm not going to waste any of my key on doing anything fancy, so I'm just going to try and hit it. Okay. 
You hit it. Roll damage. Yay. And then clash because they don't get extra things. Okay. You. And then I'm going to attack again. This one... I'm not... That's why I put it in chat. I'm not entirely clear on if it's just one of my attacks. No, no, you, you negate disadvantage for that turn. Okay. Then I'm going to do it again. An 18 misses, however. Yeah. All right. Now it is Ariawan's turn. Excellent. Ariawan is going to uh, look at the uh, roper as best she can from her position, and she is going to call down some lightning. Hang on. Nope, wrong. Wrong list. Uh, there we go. Can you put the... Hang on, let me look at call lightning real quick. Uh, storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60-foot radius centered on a point you can see 100 feet directly above you. The spell fails if you can't see a point in the air where the storm cloud could appear. For example, if you're in a room that can't accommodate the cloud. Oh. Okay, then, then I probably would not cast that, having seen the size of the room. Yeah, there's not enough room in this in this room. Okay, for then I will not cast that. I will instead cast... Now, do, would I know if these creatures are... Uh, do they have... Uh, do they have minds? Maybe. Are they are they intelligent? Make a nature check. Okie dokie. Well, they can apparently feel fear. Oh, interesting. They're barely intelligent, but yes, they're intelligent. Oh, exciting. Uh, then I will look at the um, the uh, the roper holding me, and I will attempt to feeble mind it. Oh, damn. All right, roll 46 psychic damage. Oh, that was terrible. What's the, what's the uh, D, what's your spell seat? What's your spell DC? It's uh hang on. 17. 17. It fails it. Its intelligence and charisma becomes, or sorry, its intelligence and charisma becomes one. That being said, it still knows how to eat you. Well, there went my fantastic eighth level spell. Awesome. I mean, barely intelligent creatures don't suffer that much from having their intelligence reduced. <laughs> Can I then tell it? I can't tell it to do anything, right? No. No, it's not a charm effect. Alright, that's fine. That's it. I should have taken anything related to thinking, it can't anymore. No. I can't remember that there was a trap there. No, it, it can't, but it probably that probably won't matter. I can't tell it to drop me. Is nope. that a, or I can't, it's not stupid enough to think to drop me? No, you're food. Oh. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> still smells like food. <laughs> I mean, you still did ten damage to it, which is not nothing. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Dane, back to you. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. I think I'm going 
try to get out of this thing. So, strength check. Go. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Bonus action. To. I wish I could paralyze this thing with a bonus action. Oh, as a bonus action, I'll use five points for a surge of action, and uh, I'll try to I'll try to use broken will on the one that's holding me. Uh, so it needs to make an intelligence saving throw on a failed save. It's charmed until the end of my next turn, or until the end of its next turn. Uh, Can you do that as a bonus action? I'm using my bonus action to spend five points for surge of action. So oh. it's basically like mystic action surge, <laughs> except it eats through quite a bit. And what what save does it need to make? Uh, an intelligence saving throw. Or be what? Charmed um, by me. Oh. And I get to choose its next action and movement. What's the DC? Um, it's 18. It makes it. it really? It makes it exactly. <laughs> because it rolled a 20 and has a minus 2 intelligence. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's the only way that they can make it. If yep. that dumb, but. That is the only way it can make that DC. <laughs> that okay. sucks. Yep. Well, then that's me. All right. Fakir. All right, so I'm invisible. You are. <clears throat> so I'm going to take my advantage attacks on this one that's right above me. Okay. Bonus action hex, and then four uh, Eldritch Blasts. Okay. Oh, oh, well, you critted on the first one. Twenty nine to hit. Twenty nine hits. Twenty five to hit. Twenty five mm-hmm. hits. You kill it. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll send my last Eldritch Blast towards the one here in the doorway. Uh, I use my bonus action to cast Hex, so this will just be a regular one. Yep. 14. All right. Quinn. All and, right. You're visible, um, and you're visible now, aren't you? And I am now visible, yes. And your Fae presence has worn off. Yes, it has. So, so, uh, I'm gonna try and stick, grab my blades, try and stab 
the one that's got me. Okay. Because my range ain't no more. Um. Here at this finish checked. Okay. A seventeen misses. A twenty-three hits. Whoa. All right. And was that one hurt before? Yeah. Okay. So an extra eight, so 14. Nice. All right. Good. Uh, and I will use my bonus action this time to... Uh, what the fuck? I'll try to do the same thing with Ariawan. Okay. Grasp and vine. All right. Roll a d10 plus d20 plus 10. Roll a d10 plus 10, please. I mean, it cuts out the (laughs) middleman because, you know, hey. All right. The grasping vine yanks Ariawan out of the grasp of the uh, out of the grasp of the um, Roper. 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 Thank you. Slamming her into the ground 30 feet down. Does this, do I need to roll a something check to see if the sloth hangs on? Yeah. Roll a dexterity check for the sloth. Sorry. What if <laughs> the sloth gets eaten? Nobody as, as As you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage from the ground. Sloths are known for the de- their dexterity. Sorry, 11 <laughs> points of falling damage. I think they're known for the exact opposite, but which yeah. is technically bludgeoning damage. Yeah, I didn't say it was a lot of uh, <laughs> they're known falling, for their... falling damage is uh, bludgeoning damage that pierces through damage resistance. So, uh, except for there's no damage resistance, and right, mm-hmm. yeah, there's damage resistance to bludgeoning no. in fifth ed. To bludgeoning, yes, not to falling damage. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like. It's falling as bludgeoning damage, but it doesn't apply bludgeoning resistance, is what I was saying. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, you, you can't resist falling damage. You take falling damage. Yeah. <laughs> I like, think, unless you're immune to bludgeoning damage, like if you're like a gelatinous cube or something, you don't take falling damage. That would. Uh, no, they still take falling damage. They typically can stick to the wall, though, and not fall. If, if you drop a block of jello from a 10 story building, <laughs> it's, it's going to splat. All right. Um. So the sloth does not m- make a dexterity save to hold on to Ariawan. So Ariawan hits the ground, slothless. The sloth remains in the grasp of the roper above. <laughs> oh. And all Ariawan can see is the ceiling. <laughs> So as far as Ariawan's concerned, she's still in the grasp of the rope, or just hurts a lot oh, more. Oh, no, no, it's not that. She has to be touching him for the sloth to work, so no, she can't see anything now. Oh, yeah, you can't see anything. Nope. Welcome to being actually blind. Um, She's used to it. Graza. This is why you tell the other party members of your weaknesses. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know you guys from anything. <laughs> it makes complete sense. I'm just saying. You're going to figure it out. Nope. Do it again. All Ariawan knows is that we probably Do it a third time. killed our last party member and stole yeah, stuff and from her. Stole her stuff. That's fucking disadvantage. I want to point out real quick. I want to point out that Graza attacked three times and missed all three times. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You're starting to feel the numbing poison get to your muscles, even in werewolf form. And you're like, you're just, it's getting harder and harder to swing your claws. And it's their turn. Uh, so, the one in the doorway sees its prey come back to reality and is no longer afraid of it. So it lashes out with some tentacles at Fakir. And has disadvantage because of the dodge belt, but let's yep. see. Does a 19 hit you? Nope. Got that fancy new armor. Hmm. Yeah. A 15 misses. Mm-hmm. A 19 misses. We just established that. And another mm-hmm. 19. So you managed to avoid all four tendrils as they <laughs> whip past. Um, now, now we get to the good stuff of dum, people that dum, dum, dum. Uh, 2d20 keep 1 plus 7. Um, Quinn. <laughs> does a 24 hit you? I mean, I, I know a 24 hits you. I'm just... <laughs> hey, Graza. What's up? You got critical. I oh. have resistance to non-magical damage, so... It's true. Maybe they're enchanted ropers. Uh, Aryawin, uh, 20... No, no, Aryawin... Does a 26 hit your sloth? I have no idea what his AC is. <laughs> yes, it My does. Guess is yes. I guarantee it does. <laughs> you might want to look up the hit points of a sloth, because it's going to become relevant. Your sloth is like magical, can't be hit. Nah, he's in full plate. Uh, With two shields. Still, still hits. <laughs> Dane, Dane, does an 18 hit you? No. Uh, I'm going to say no. It normally would, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to use iron... Okay. Iron skin. And the 14 misses uh, Kai. It has an AC of 12 and a hit point of 8. Sweet! Alright. Quinn! Sorry. So one of the ropers gets to eat. Yeah. Uh, Quinn, you take uh-huh. 26 points of damage. I See, the fun thing is 8 is the minimum damage of the ropers. Fuck that, we're bringing it back. Um, Graza, you take 50 points of damage, rounded down to 25. Let's see how badly this sloth dies. The sloth takes 16 points of damage. It dies twice over. Which means that it takes not only enough to drop it to zero, <coughs> but enough to drop it to zero and negative ma- its total max health. <coughs> which means the sloth just disappears into the gullet of the roper. Just goes. You hear a you hear a slight, and that is the last sound the sloth makes. Guys, sloths make noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I couldn't hear it over the sound of my being devoured. I shouldn't laugh, but it's so <laughs> funny. for fucking letting it eat the sloth. <laughs> it's not my fault the fucking sloth couldn't hang on when I yanked you out of its grasp. Wait, what is it? I'm looking at the stats right now. What's its dex? Its dex is 10. So, so it, it was just a straight d20 roll. 
Right, but I rolled a ten for its dex. Oh, so its its actual dex saving throw would have been uh, a six. Six. Oh, a six. I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Uh, all right. So that makes it Kai's turn. I'm gonna gonna stab the thing. Okay. I like this trend of this isn't even a particularly hard fight. <laughs> We're just idiots. It's not. Kai's just been in this position a lot lately. And well, no, what I mean is this isn't even a particularly hard fight, but there was still a casualty. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this between game. There's a very good reason why that's the case. 23 hits, roll damage. <laughs> the, the highlight of this was Graza missing everything. Spending the key point for the extra damage. And, all right. Like, most of these things are almost dead. I'm going to try and hit it again. A 15 misses, unfortunately. No, it does not. A roper does not swallow its prey whole. It's very messy. Um, okay, that makes it Ariowen's turn. Okay, totally blind now. Can't see a damn thing. Um... Can I sense that there is a foe around me? Make a perception check at disadvantage. <laughs> Fireball. Fireball the roof. Yeah, it might happen. Coming from the person with eye issues, I can tell you that you don't lose the contextual understanding yeah. that... There's no, no. Enemy. I've worked well, with blind people a lot yeah. and have serious vision issues myself. But no, no. I'm just trying to. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, Arawan knows yeah. enemies are still there, but there was a there was a physical transition from one place to another, and loss of and total loss of sight, as well as the impact of hitting the ground. These three things together make it very disorienting. Um, yeah. You know that there are enemies around. You are not sure. You know, there's one right above you. That's pretty much the only one. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I do know which direction is up. I probably have to get up from prone. You know, there's one right Um, above you. That's pretty much all you know right now. Okay. Uh, Then I will. Uh, um... Yeah, it takes a natural twenty to daredevil the room. Yeah. (laughs) So close. Um, then I will, uh, perhaps take, uh, this time to cast a flaming sphere and push it up. How big is a flaming sphere? And does it obey, and does it obey the laws of gravity? I don't know. It says it's five foot diameter. So ten feet. 
appears in an unoccupied space of your choice within range, so I get cast in front of me, and then I can use my bonus action to push it up. Hang on, I'm just looking for the exact wording. Yeah, it's, it's right here. When you move ha- the spear, spear you can direct it over barriers up to five feet tall, jump it across pits up to ten feet wide. I don't think you can levitate it, though. Yep, the the sphere does obey the laws of gravity. Um, and would I know that? Like, yes, realistically, I, you, 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 you would. Okay. Yeah, you would have known that. When you then I will spell. not do that. I will not do this that. Was, this has been an episode of would I have known that? Yeah, then I won't yeah. do that. I don't know. I've never done it. I've never been a druid before. How am I supposed to know? Um, Druids have a lot of spells. Yeah, yeah. They're all very complicated. Yeah, no. Druid, druid you gotta read your spells. <laughs> um, then I will... Uh, yeah, I read it. There's nothing in it about gravity. Uh, now I know how Marisha feels. Um, I will do I will spend the time to cast a, uh, a, uh, let's see, third level, uh, cure wounds on myself. For, for those, for those at home curious, the, uh, the, the, the part of the spell where it says when you move the sphere, you can direct it over barriers up to five feet tall and jump it across pits up to 10 feet wide indicates that it has a limited amount of upward mobility, therefore obeys the laws of gravity. For those that are at home and, and want to know how to parse spells in D&D 5th Ed. <laughs> yes, it's the up-to wording that, that is important there. Alright, uh, so Ariawan cures wounds, and it doesn't roll dice? Sorry, no, I have it set up differently. Okay. Uh, Ar- I healed 19. Ariawan cures herself for 19. Well done. Well done indeed. Um, Alright, that makes Thank it... Thank you, Elfman, I can't see. That makes it Dane's turn. Dane, who is muted? Yep, I just realized that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm. Yeah, screw it. I'm just gonna pull out my other da- or my other short sword and stab it. Uh, so tech play. This is seventeen a misses. A thirteen, so a 13. misses. Uh, I'm just going to tell it to fuck off and die. The, the rolls, That's the end of my turn. The Jeremy rolls have come around. Yep. The disadvantage is actually starting to affect me now. <laughs> for care. <laughs> As the only member of the party currently not in a disadvantageous position, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, let's see. Bonus Actually, um, you are currently stuck behind a statue. By the way, okay. So you won't you you have very, you have limited field of view because of the statue. So you'd have to come out from behind it to aim at anything other than the roper that was trying to grab you last turn. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm actually going to be doing is bonus <clears throat> action to move the hex onto this roper. Okay. Regular action, greater invisibility. I'm gone. Mm. All right. Do you move at all? And then, yes. I will stealthily move out from behind make a stealth, the roper. Make a stealth check. All right. 18. All right. So uh, you notice that there's a pile of treasure underneath your feet. 
Okay. Uh, and you very carefully step off of it onto the statue and shimmy around the statue. All right. This guy is Hex. I am invisible. All righty. Okay. And that's my turn. Quinn, back to you. And the adventure is with your uh, romantic entanglement on the ceiling. <laughs> I would say I like the one. I like the previous one better than this one. I mean, he is eating um, you, and there are tentacles involved. Bad anime porn for the win. <laughs> wow. Nobody okay. wins when that's involved. <laughs> that's very true. So I will... Step, stab. Step, stab away. That's what I got right now. Stab, stab away. A 14 misses. A 20 hits. Yay! Minus 10, and it has been injured before. plus... One. Hey, one is better than zero. Exactly, that is something. And for my bonus action... Um... Grasping vine yourself. I'm running out of fourth level spells quick. Um, remember, actually, remember there's a statue directly beneath you. Yeah. Uh, that's a full action. That is. Um. I'm doing nothing for my bonus action this turn. Alright, Grossa. Please make sushi. Um, just to make this easier on me, because I don't know how bloody this thing is. Uh, I am going to make an athletics check. You actually have the least injured one. Yeah, since I have the least injured one, I'm going to make an athletics check. Fuck you, I'm getting out of this grapple. Yeah, you bust out. <laughs> and then and I'm going to draw full 30 sword. feet. Make, uh, make an acrobatics check. Um, we have disadvantage on our checks to get free. I have advantage because I'm a werewolf. Yeah, advantage and disadvantage. Okay. Uh, so you managed to land on your feet. You still, however, take three points of falling damage. Oh boy, three points of damage. It's not reduced by your resistance, but... Yeah. No, but it's three points of damage. I mean... Um, so I'm going to draw uh, my sword and drop the the right on my, on my claws to reapply the right of... Uh, let's go with right of... Let's go with right of electricity. Uh... On my sword. Okay. So now I got my sword out for when it grabs me again. Okay. Uh, and is that your turn? Uh, yeah, because I can't yeah, reach anything. Action, bonus action. action. Yep. All right, their turn. Uh, well, there's a rope for free to grab Ariawan again. And Ariawan, you didn't stand up, did you? 
Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Alright. In that case, does a natural 20 grab you? Yes, it does. You get grabbed and just whipped back up. At least I used it on the grab, not the bite. Thank you. Graza, a 12 misses you. Does a 20 hit you? Uh, you know what? I'm going to let it hit me. <laughs> All right. You get rolled back up. Because <laughs> I'm a melee character and I can't reach these fuckers. Quinn. Yep. Does a 23 hit you? Yep. Graza. A 13 misses you. Can't fucking bite me. <laughs> Ariana. Ariana. Ariawin. What? Does a 17 hit you? Yeah. Dane. Does a 17 hit you? No. Kai. A 14 misses you. Alright. Only Quinn and Ariawin get hit. What was that I said about not having a third character? <laughs> Quinn, you hey, take. I've got a new. I've got another character already set. Quinn, you take twenty-one points of damage. Ariawen, you take twenty-seven points of damage. Might have been a bad idea to go with. Him. And, <laughs> and the fuckers ate my sloth. Uh, I mean, if it keeps up, you'll join it soon. Don't worry. Um. Screw you guys. Critical roles on. What are we still doing here? <laughs> we can't end until the fight's over. Kai. <laughs> I mean, theoretically we could. Everything is saved. Kai, your turn. Yeah. I'm stabbing because like Graza said, melee character. And also, my strength is really low. Um, stab. Yeah, no. 18 misses. A 15 also misses. <laughs> All right. That's what I can do. Ariawen, you are back in the clutches of a roper. Hello, darkness, my old friend. No, wait, there's always darkness. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. And you can blight it again. You guys, I took, like, literally the worst spells for today. Uh, wait, no! I'm gonna polymorph into something really big that it can't hold on to. How big would that have to be? Uh, have to be large. Okay. I will be shape into... I believe bears are large. Uh, yeah, I will B-shape into, hmm, although, wait a second. Question, if you B-shape, will you still be blind? I don't know. I don't know how that works. We'll find out, won't we? Are you a circle of the moon druid? Because... I don't know what I am anymore. (laughs) That affects what you can... B-shape into, you can cast yeah. Polymorph and turn into something else, but B-shape is different. Uh, I don't have it written down, but I did write B-shape down is somewhere confusing. B-shaping. Yeah. Well, what, what 
school are you? Are you a circle? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't write it down. Do you have what? <laughs> yeah, that's you kind of a thing you need spells. to write down. Yeah. yeah do you have? Do you have Let me go spells? Google it. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Go. <laughs> While that's happening. What? No, just my turn. I'll just cast cure wounds again because I'm really I'm still low on health, so I'll just cast cure wounds again. Alrighty. And that way, no, that way, no one has to sit around here and listen to me not know what I'm doing. Cure wounds on yourself. Suck <laughs> it. And yeah. goes to Dane. Dane, your turn. Stab things. Yep, I'm gonna try. Uh, actually, do or do I'm not. Try there more. is no try. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna use my action to. Uh, Make the one that's holding me. I'm gonna try to broken will thing again. Okay. So it's got to make an intelligence save of 18. It failed. Okay. So it's gonna let go of the ceiling. Okay. And it's gonna drop. Okay. I'm gonna use my bonus action to spend another five points to do it to the one holding uh, Graza. Okay. So I need that one needs to make a save too. I'm burning it, through like all fails. my fucking points. So yeah, it's gonna drop to the ground too. So we can beat these things. We're gonna kick these things while they're down. Okay. Yay. So, <laughs> so yeah. So there's two on the ground now. Well, they, they they you don't they don't do their action till their turn, right? Uh, let me see. Um, you control yes, their next turn. <laughs> yep, I choose its movement and action. For its next turn. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Uh, so that's... Actually, that's your... I can't use it on the one that... If it, it made the first one, the one that I used it on last time, uh-huh. uh, the one holding it, it saved last time, so I can't use it on that one. I'm going to use it on Kai's. So okay. I'm... I'll just apply Kai's. it to that one. That's fine. Yeah. So those two are on the ground. Alright. Fakir, <laughs> it's your turn now. Alright. Uh, four Eldritch Blasts at advantage on this guy. A 20 hits. Okay, so that's 11 you damage. Kill it. All right. Bonus action to move the um, hex to the one that has Quinn. You're still stuck the behind three. the statue. No, I moved. You're still behind the statue. Like all right, the ins- in, yeah, inside the box is behind the statue. Oh, okay, I gotcha. All right, so this one is hexed now, and it's getting the other three. All right, so twenty damage. You kill it, <laughs> Quinn. You fall thirty feet. Well, don't technically I fall like five feet onto a statue. You fall five feet. Hit the statue and then fall the remaining twenty-five feet. I need you to make a dexterity acrobatics check to see if you reduce some of the damage you're about to take. And I'll do my other two against the okay. one that has Ariel. That was the same. So mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh, uh, Fourteen is what it actually is. Oh. Yeah, plus yeah. six proficiency bonus. So you hit the statue with your face. Oh, wait, and, wait, wait. You said acrobatics? Yeah, acrobatics. 
No, never mind. My acrobatics is ten, also. Oh well, in that case, no. In that case, you you definitely avoid hitting the statue with your face. Okay. Um, and you only take six points of falling damage. Cool. Fourteen points of force damage to the one holding Ariawan. Fourteen, you said. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, it is now Quinn's turn. All right. Um, is it going to take a full action for me to restring? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Um. Also, you got to pick up your bow because you dropped it. I mean, I I figure I'm standing right next to it. Eh, yeah. But, within within range. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, she's not patient enough for that. Um. I mean, they're all on the ceiling right now, so... She's going to scrabble back on top of the statue. How much of her movement will that take? Make an athletics check. Oh, good. Athletics, my favorite. Um, it'll take your the entirety of your movement, but you can scramble up onto the, st- the shoulder of the statue. Okay. Then that's my action, because I can't... Okay. Do anything else from there, Graza? Well, I'll take I my act. I will use my action to restring. Okay. Graza, what you doing? Hacking and slashing. Hacking and slashing. Slashing and hacking. Miss one. Ha ha! There's the second one. Uh, Eighteen misses. Second one hits. 20 damage. And then third attack with my ring. Uh, 24 hits. and uh, That's a one. I get to re-roll that. One second. Okay. Twenty-two. So that's actually twenty-eight little with the right damage. Yeah. All right, it's their turn. The command Dane gave them was drop from the ceiling. So the one holding Kai and the one holding Graza drop from the ceiling. Still holding Kai and Graza. Uh, so Kai and Graza, you both take eight points of falling damage. Oh dear. Uh, as do the, as do the um, ropers. Ropers. The one holding Graza dies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just suicided right off the seal. Um. <laughs> So they don't attack because they were told not to, because they weren't told to. So yep. they, uh, so the one on Ka- so Kai and its rope and and his their, their roper is just sort of entangled in a mess right now. Um, the other one, the other one, no, there are two. The other two bite Ariawan and Dane. Try to. 
Uh, well, he crits Dane. I'm gonna uncanny dodge that. And he crits Oriolan. Oh. I, I can't help you there. I'm gonna take it like I'm a person who takes bites. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say man, but that sounded really sexist. So, Dane, you take 33 points of damage, which is reduced by half because of your uncanny dodge. And Ariawan takes 44 points of damage, which is not reduced so 16. at all. 16 points, or... Uh, 33 reduced by... Yeah, 16. I'm sorry, give me that number one more time. 44. Okay. And now it's Kai's turn. You're still you're still restrained by the Roper. You're just on the ground now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... I have no better chance of getting out of this, so I'm just going to continue stabbing it. All right. Continue to stab. Well, it's prone, so... Oh, does that mean it's... So is Kai. Kai is also prone. And presumably I cannot get up from being prone while... Not while restrained. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, you don't get yeah, a, you don't get advantage against a prone target if you are also prone. You don't? No. You know what? That's fine. You, you have to be standing in order to get advantage against a prone target. Because otherwise you are also flailing on the ground. <laughs> two people that, on the ground that, kicking at not, each other. That's not rules as written, but I agree with this DM decision. That's that's <laughs> me saying that regardless of what the book says. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, yeah. So Kai continues to try and stab, but he's a little disoriented. Yeah, no, understandably so. Because what was once above you is now to the right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that like it, it makes no sense for two people flailing on the ground to have advantage against each other. <laughs> um That makes it Ariawan's turn. Uh okay. I'm gonna cast Pure Wounds again, cause ouch. And I'm gonna cast it. Oh, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm gonna cast heal on myself. Whoops, that's not what I wanted. Ooh, good call. There we go. So I get back 70 hit points, and I'm almost at full. Now, here's a question. Now, here's a question. This spell also ends blindness, deafness, and any diseases affecting the target. Well, she doesn't have any eyes, so... I I believe it only ends, like, the blindness (laughs) condition. Like, if you have been blinded by something, not if you're actually blind. It yeah, ends she... blindness, deafness, and any disease. It does not say well, the blindness is... condition. It just says yeah. blindness. Fantastic. So you can tell this because Wait, in the, no. in the in the actual text on the in the book, those are not italicized. Yeah, then it mm-hmm. would be the spell. So Ariawen, hang on, it's not a spell. It's a condition. Ariawen's eyes regrow. Why? Like, I feel like I, I feel like. If you're missing your, if you're actually missing your eyes, you need the regeneration spell. In my personal yeah. opinion, I would say that. I just, I just, I just think it's funny the way that spell is worded. 
Wait, no, technically, if we're doing it how based on how Ariawan is, in the Roper's belly, the slot's eyes open. (laughs) (laughs) You heal yourself. You regain 70 hit points. And Um, then I just sort of take whatever's coming. (laughs) And it's Dane's turn. No, I, I would I would agree that a regeneration spell would be needed. I just think it's mm-hmm. funny the way that's worded in relation yeah. to your character. Also, I clear up that weird cold sore that's been on my mouth. <laughs> like, I, it, it ends the blindness that the blindness is not natural to you. Yeah. yeah. Dane, what's like, doing? It can't, it can't make a click. Can we move? Yeah, yeah go on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dane wasn't talking. Yeah. We were waiting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I didn't hear you say that. It was my turn. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stab at it because that's about all I can do. Stabby stab. That's still disadvantage. Um, A fifteen misses. Dean also misses. Fifteen misses. So, I feel helpful. I mean, you took two. You killed one roper. Yeah. <laughs> I made it leap to its death. So <laughs> you that. made it jump to its Pretty death. Pretty freaking hysterical. Fikir. Uh, but yeah. Right, this one is now hexed, and since our druid is looking a little healthier, I'm not too worried about the fall in case this kills it. <clears throat> 31 hits. Okay. Crappy 8 damage there. 25 hits. Crappy nine damage there. Wow, one and two on those Eldritch Blasts. 22 hits. God, my damage wow. is just And you these. kill it. All right. Ariawan falls to the ground again. I believe you got one more blast. I've got one more blast that's going up against Kai. Ariawan takes 12 points of falling damage. Wait, is Kai or Kai's Roper? <laughs> well, Kai's Roper, technically. <laughs> the last one hits Kai. <laughs> <laughs> and even without the hex damage, that one's the most effective. <laughs> and you kill that roper as well. Aww. Double prizes. <laughs> and we all and we all just we all just circle around and stare up at Dane. Nah, he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> you good, Dane? Yeah, like, I'm fine. <laughs> If it makes Nobody you feel any better, Dane, Ari Owen's not looking at you because she doesn't know you're there. <laughs> Quinn, yeah. it's your turn. Please right. put us out of our misery. Me <laughs> we'll see. That was. The I mean, I, I've got my, I got my bow strung, and so I can finally attack like normal for once. <laughs> I just want to let you know that the last attack is the only one that ate through my temporary hit points. So even if you roll a one and end up critting on me. I'll be fine. <laughs> you say that, right? Yeah. 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 Crit and max damage, Dane dies. <laughs> that would be impressive. You That's shot out point. three of his vertebrae, just gone. <laughs> Little did we so, know, Dane was a dragon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Point. Yeah. Are these. Or no, that doesn't matter for, for attacks for this range or Are these mind. what? So, it doesn't matter. Right. Um. So, thirty hits, sixteen damage, thirty-one hits, 
12 damage. And, and this one's been injured, right? Was, yeah, I hit this thing with like 50 points of damage on my first round of attacks. This one has been severely injured, yes. Right. Um, get one more attack. Just haven't not. been able to stab it since. <laughs> I think I get one more attack. This is the thing that I failed to write down because I'm an idiot. Go ahead and roll your Colossus Lair damage. Oh, that might be enough. All right. Eight. You killed him. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> How many did it have? Mo- How many did I have to roll on that? Three? Okay, perfect. <laughs> Just enough. Dane also falls and hits a statue and then collapses to the ground. Bonk. Dane, make an acrobatics check. I hate things that I can't reach. Welcome to being grog. Hmm. All right, you managed you manage to absolutely. you managed to avoid you managed to avoid yes. face planting into the statue and only take six points of damage. So the the group of you are now surrounded by a bunch of dead ropers and four large, seemingly inanimate statues. And you notice uh, one of which I'm perched on. One of which put his brush on and. At the feet of the one that Dane has fallen into, Dane realizes that he didn't just fall onto ground, he also fell into gold. Yeah, Fakir noticed that, too, when he was back over here. Uh, <laughs> and we will pick it up at that point next week. I fixed week. my gun, by the so, way. Thank you all very much for joining us here on uh, Grand Terra Adventures. We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. And you can check us out on 411mania.com. Uh, the folks over at 411mania.com have uh, let us put our schlock up on their website. <laughs> Uh, very graciously, we don't deserve it. I mean, because, luckily you, you know, know somebody who's who, who has sway there. So. Yeah, yeah. And then they start <laughs> listening to this, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, so it's just gonna be like, "What the hell are you putting on?" No. <laughs> what it's the hell content, is this shit, everybody? It's content. Um, so yeah, uh, we appreciate four one the folks over at Four One Mania. Please go check them out. Jeremy, give them a spiel real quick. Uh, for all we are a pop culture website, uh, movies, music, uh, TV, a little bit of comic books, wrestling, mixed martial arts, games, basically everything that you could be interested in that's pop culture related. Yep. So go give them a check out just to show we, we appreciate them uh, letting us put our stuff there. So uh, if you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on the Patreon page and on our website as well uh, with either a monthly or a one-time donation. We appreciate all of our patrons and all of our donors, uh, especially our $25 supporters, Chris Comfort and Antitonic. And we appreciate you for listening through this whatever the hell this was. So <laughs> thanks a lot. We'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.